0: Ooh, how about a clap just because it'll be fun to see it on the, uh, the deal, the, the wave thing.
1: All right. Should we clap? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I say sheepishly. I will, I will hold your hand. Um, thank you.
1: I feel like I'm going to do something wrong. (laughs) 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 I, you know, listening to Paul Gilmartin's got me all up in my head about my stuff.
0: You're doing great. You're doing great. (sighs) Uh, Three, two, one, and then clap. Okay, I almost uh, did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, clap okay, after okay. one, so clap on zero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one.
1: How come I didn't hear yours?
0: I didn't hear you either. I think if you, <laughs> yes. if you clapped, it maybe we just did it at the same time and it covered it up. Okay. If, as long as it's both, <laughs> as long as you both did it, we should be fine.
1: Yeah, that that is true. Everything should be smooth sailing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so are you ready?
0: Yep, I am ready. Great.
1: podcast i am one of your hosts lisa lowry my co-host is here once again joining me welcome back trice
0: hey everybody i'm here i am I'm not queer per se, but yeah, you, you but can get still, still get used to it, I guess. <laughs> this feels yeah. like a hate crime. This feels like an like erasure a of people. Crime. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, let's uh, take two. Hi, everybody. I welcome aboard to the, <gasps> the not homophobic train. I may be mm. overcompensating here.
1: You might be. Uh, as one does. How the fuck are you, Trace?
0: Oh man! Oh, uh, it's been lay it a weird on me, week. <laughs> lay it it's on been me, a home slice. Week. Let's let's. Uh, I don't approve of the home slice. Oh, uh, Go, let's hell. let's. Uh, you know, Lisa, how are you? Let's let's. We don't have to get to the to the the catching up right away. But it's just, uh, okay, okay. What's okay. up with Lisa?
1: I have to say I had a great week. I am doing very well, and I. These things in the back – you know how usually you're like, things are going to – like people might not even have things going that good. But when things are going so well, you're like, when's the other shoe going to drop? When's something bad going to happen? I don't have that feeling. And I think that is my – the thing we talked about last week, my positive trajectory of like, I feel like if something does come my way that's major, I can – tackle it and handle it not that it's not gonna make me like take me down a few notches it's still gonna be tr- you know hard but i just feel like i have been working so hard to better myself and to become more independent and it keeps on happening and like more doors are opening and i just feel like i'm really proud All of right. myself
0: <laughs> yeah there you go good yeah. good news yeah thank you yeah
1: I will elaborate more when we catch up.
0: How are you, uh, all in all? Well, I I will simply say it's been a weird week. We will get into the details <laughs> later. It's been a series of uh, unusual events. Uh, and most of them, which could be heard through my bathroom wall, one way or the other. <laughs> um. Uh. But, uh, but Lisa, did you have any shout outs or call outs today?
1: I do have some shout outs. Um. Shout out to the TNC specifically. Again, Robert. Had so much fucking fun with you last weekend, and I was supposed to go out with him tonight, but I am gonna not. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Shout out to Lil Rafi and LK. Shout out to Dr. Jen, Dr. Angela, Dr. Joanna. uh, Specifically, Joanna, for putting a lot of work into, you know, getting some accommodations for, uh, uh, what do you call it? I don't know.
0: Uh, (laughs) The You. In December, I don't even fucking know. Good. Okay. This
1: is a good time for my brain to just completely fucking uh middle finger me. Middle <laughs> finger me! What yep. the
0: fuck? It's the thing to say. Keep what going? the
1: fuck is happening? <laughs> Shout out to Ray Morgan, Leanne, oh recovery, so you got this. <laughs> Shout out to Adrian, Superfan, Megan and Jess. Shout out to Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive, and their two two little olives. Shout out to Paul, shout out to Lee Bruns, also shout out to Tom Kenny for humoring me last weekend, <laughs> and uh, lastly, not so exciting, but shout out to my grandpa George who passed away this morning, RIP, yes, not to bring the show down, but like he well, lived a long life, life. Yeah. he had a great long life, and yeah, it's it is part of life, and it sucks, but you know. It is what it is, which is something I love to say.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do so, you have any shout outs? I do. By which I mean I did not until about 10 seconds ago. where I realized while you were talking, oh, I asked her about shout outs. I, I did not <laughs> think of um Shout out to uh, Scott Marquez because he brought Christmas gifts to the last BFF dinner, even though he didn't have to, mm-hmm. which is very considerate. Uh, we appreciate it. You are under no obligation to do the same if you can make it this year. You've got to buy for this year.
1: Yeah. Buy for the yeah. table. I, I know now <laughs> that he's um, independently wealthy,
0: he can oh. just... <laughs> <laughs> I meant like B-Y-E, like an ex- uh, like a. Not a <laughs> you don't have to B-U-Y for the... T- anyway, um, <laughs> that, is, that is... I'm going to
1: B-Y-E my party tonight, but I'm going to B-U-Y... Um... Probably more booze for, sure, <laughs> for my I... solo party tonight. Ah, JK, right. I got plenty. All right, let's catch up. How how are you doing? Are you on a life raft right now?
0: <laughs> uh, not currently. I'm gonna set a timer for two minutes so as oh. not to over catch up. Oh boy, we're gonna sp- speed round. Ah. Not. It's been eventful, but not too many different things. Just a just a. a well, we'll see. Okay. <clears throat> so, oh boy, a couple days ago, uh, my toilet decided to not work and decided to uh, to explode, one might say, oh! overflow, but from the bottom, like where it connects to the floor, which is not what you want to see. Um, seems like a perhaps a more complicated issue than the regular overflowing. <laughs> um, so ended up having to call a plumber. In the meantime, in the meantime... Cause it took like you know all day for someone to get here. There, there were some creative solutions applied. Oh. Oh. There were some uh, some non traditional means of waste <sighs> disposal that I won't get into. But um, oh, let's
1: get into it. This is a whole new podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. It's a new podcast. That's you have to pay for that one. Um, it is. It was. Uh, listen, you learned some things. It's like it's like uh, almost like when the power goes out. You learn that. If this happens again, I will be better prepared, and uh, we'll know what works and what, uh, is not. Uh, will require a certain amount of cleanup. Let's say it's it's. Uh, you you find out where your strengths are. Anyway, also, uh, neighbor guy invited me to hang out. Who I've spoken about before. I hope this lo- isn't connected to the toilet. No, <laughs> luckily not. Uh, although we do share a wall, two
1: boys, one toilet.
0: <laughs> mm. I am going to speak more quietly because again, okay. this this oh, person lives right, fully right. twenty feet from me. Um, uh, invited over to to uh, watch, enjoy some sports, to hang out. We ended up walking to a bar, watching a football game. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! I didn't know you actually took him up on the offer.
0: Yeah, I could. I okay. couldn't think of a reason not to. It's oh. but a yeah, a pr- uh, 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 seeming he he. Hmm. So as I said to Megan, he was like the drunkest man in America, <laughs> um, but otherwise seemed like a nice enough dude, I guess. And that is it for the two minutes, unfortunately.
1: Okay. Follow up. That- uh, okay. So, okay. Hmm. I know when the shit hits the fan that you learn so much about yourself and if you're inept or not. And I feel like it's a survival and, and uh, of the fittest. <laughs> And I feel like, do you feel like you overcame these issues in a, like you came out the other end, you learned something.
0: Yeah, I didn't just like give up and start going in the sink or anything. <laughs> you just like it just float
1: down the street amongst yeah. your own little turds.
0: <laughs> I did end up taking a trip to a laundromat kind of by coincidence. I'm like, oh, this this timing works out pretty great. Because uh, they have oh. a bathroom that you can use, but I thought you uh, meant to
1: clean all the stains. But no, got it. okay, no,
0: no. Um, but there, there, uh, y- there, are some advanced techniques I learned involving, like you know, uh, hanging your butt over the side of a bathtub. You know, Lord, what I mean? <laughs> not not into the tub, into a, into something <laughs> a more proper receptacle. But you want the the butt clearance. Yes. You don't want to just squat if you can avoid it. You want you know you want a little extra structure.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, These are things you my, have to learn. Mine just went, Um. yeah, visually. So other follow-up question. Okay, so this guy, your neighbor, who we've talked about, that may or may not be dragging dead bodies up into his casa. Or also, hmm. Anyway, he's been wanting to hang out with you. And you finally, yes. this is your first time saying yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> my <laughs> so first time actually doing it. I've said like, oh, yeah, sure. Or whatever. Mm, oh, right. You let the, him on. Like, I forgot. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you're crumbing him as as the the new lingo. That um,
0: sounds gross. Um, <laughs> yes, I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get crumbed. I'm feeling pretty crummy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm great. Everything's great. Wonderful. Okay. So he was the drunkest man on earth.
0: Our... In America, to be fair. I, I can't. In America. Uh, sorry.
1: Yeah. I uh, put words in your mouth.
0: So. <sighs> When is your next date? Undetermined. I I think So you're saying there's a chance? N- no. No. Has he I mean,
1: hoped has he asked you again since?
0: No, no. It's it's okay. only been like a day and a half or whatever. Oh, so it's okay. not you know what I mean?
1: So he he's reading the rules and he's like, Oh, I gotta wait a certain amount of time, but not too long. Well, that's cool. I mean, do you feel better that you're having some camaraderie with a neighbor instead of that uncomfortable, like, ignore that, like, I don't know. You're ignoring someone in plain sight.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it did make me think it would be cool if all of the neighbors like hung out together in a, like a group setting a little bit more often. I've also just yeah. thought of doing like a like a like the next door app, but just for our apartment building, just to you know, uh, yeah. or just like a text thread where we can all yes. talk shit about whatever's going on. No pun intended. Uh- <laughs> um, but. Uh, I will never get around to actually doing that, but this, this is, uh, you know, it was, it was not, there were some, there were some moments where I thought to myself, oh, I could like slither out of this room like a Komodo dragon, just like on my belly, just exit out of this room right now. But overall, (laughs) sounds like some of my dates. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, um, speaking of alcohol, not dissimilar from the gentleman who you brought to the, uh, BFF record. Last oh God. time, oh God. yeah, but didn't like fall down or anything. Um, also, you know, didn't take not...
1: down like all my art, <laughs> all the uh, yeah. pictures on my wall, yeah,
0: okay. Not speaking of uh, speaking of pictures, uh, not also, you know, not as uh, perhaps more easier to be around than that guy, maybe. Um, no offense oh. to uh, that gentleman, but yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, there, there's some stuff I'll we'll talk about off air. There were some okay. some moments which are a little odd, but it's oh, it's okay. It's, fi- it's fine. Question mark. It's, it's fine.
1: You know what sucks about the ending of my relationship with that with that person is that it all unfolded <laughs> around all of you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, unfortunate <laughs> for you, I'm sure. But it was uh, nice to have some insight to what's going on. Yes,
1: it was like, well, that there's no surprise <laughs> that you broke up with that um, person. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little embarrassing. But uh, also, okay, I learned quickly this time. And that was good. It's just, we're too different. And that's fine. Okay, catch up with me?
0: Yeah, Lisa, how, how are you doing? What's been going on?
1: Okay, I have a I'm gonna look at the zoom recorder. All right, so last Sunday, I think we, I forgot when we recorded Sunday or Saturday, but uh, I was going to go see my friend Robert's band play at the original Farmer's Market in LA. And so he came to get, to get me early so we could, so he could set up and stuff and then I could just wander around, uh, met up with some friends I haven't seen for a while. And that place is very cool. There's lots of like good food. Um, But we had planned to go out to dinner after. So I didn't uh, partake in any of the food, but I partook in some beverages. And it was – I didn't get out of my mind or anything. I just had seltzers. But it was a lot of fun just hanging out with them. And then seeing them play was super fun. I saw another band play that was very fun. And then uh, my friend Robert is friends with Tom Kenny who came out to see them play. And so I'm like, hey, Robert, how come I haven't – because he's talked about hanging out with them for years – and i'm like how come i've never met this guy like why do you keep all your friends separate he's like i don't know it just never happened i'm like all right can you introduce us so then we were like chatting and i told tom kenny about this i'm like i don't know why he keeps all of his friends separate he's like why do you think that is i'm like
0: yeah i don't know
1: question. I said, maybe, I said, the people that I'm here with today are his friends for like 20 years and I've never met them until like two years ago. And now they're my close friends. And he loves that we're all close friends. So I don't, I have no idea. Anyway, so we were just like chatting it up and then he bought me a drink. We are just, I was told him I was supposed to go see him play tomorrow. I said, yeah, I got asked to go to the show you're doing next Sunday. He's like, wait, I have not show next Sunday. So he's like opening his calendar on his phone. He's like, what, what is it called? I'm like, I'll show you the flyer." He's Like, oh, that. He's like, well, you might not want to go to that. It doesn't sound like it's going to be very funny. He's like, but let me pull out my calendar and find some like fun stuff for you to go to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. This is just like a weird exchange that I just expect to be like, hi, nice to meet you. You know, that's cool. I like um, the
0: honesty. The, the, let me get you the the better yes! version of the thing yes! you wanted to do.
1: <laughs> so, he, so Robert's band, uh, it's called Big Sandy and the Fly Boys. They played Tom Kenny's wedding, which I had no idea.
0: Oh, that's and
1: cool. Yeah. So I had told him that I asked Robert to play my wedding and that's like a whole story um, that Robert has said on stage before because that was the first time I met him. I asked him to play my wedding. He thought I was coming up to him. to hit on him.
0: Well, disappointing.
1: <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, oh, <laughs> so that's a funny story that he tells, but, but don't worry. I told Tom Kenny that I had a crush on, why did I tell him this? I had just enough seltzers that I was like, yeah, I had a, a crush on Dana Gould, but um, then I had a crush on I started talking about Colonel Jeff.
0: <laughs> huh. So does Tom – oh, I guess Tom probably would know Colonel Jeff. Does, does he – I, He I, was I, just I, like, I don't I – don't, oh. I was like,
1: I probably know him, but yeah, I, I swear that Colonel Jeff said that he – I went to get martinis with them all at Moose on Franks once or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I was just classic Lisa, like diarrhea of the mouth of <laughs> like, let's tell this perfect stranger stupid shit about your past. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything going on around you. Anyway, he was very nice. And then when the band was done, we all went into the back parking lot. I'm just kind of like waiting for everyone to like put their instruments away and like kind of like hanging out. And Robert's stand up bass player, who's actually a really nice ba- uh, guy for being a bass player, um, well, he, it's
0: the stand up bass player. You have to be a stand up guy to play the stand up. Well, games. not in my experience. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: <laughs> but or, to be fair, he was like a singer originally, but he's uh, been playing bass since the last bass player left, who was the one that I was dating before. <laughs> anyway, not dating, went on a few dates with, him. but anyway. So we're all in the back parking lot. They start like, you know, singing and he starts playing the bass and then Tom Kenny comes and sings. So it's Robert and Tom and this guy Russell, and they're all just like kind of singing. I'm just like, audience of one, just watching this like fun thing happen like right before my eyes. So it's uh it was that was just a very cool moment. And they were just like regaling different like memories and fun stuff that they had done over the years and like their first songs that they played together and just it was just a very fun time. And then everybody left, and Robert and I went to Cantor's Deli, which was so fucking good. And, like, the perfect ending to a really fun night is having a meaty pastrami sandwich. Sure. It was so good. It was just – I've been to a few Jewish delis, but I've never been to that one. I know it's a famous one, and um, it was fucking worth it. I I still think about – I've been thinking about it all week. Like, I really want to go back to this place. It's so good. But. Yeah, that sounds great. So yeah. this
0: was what? Sorry, this was all on last Sunday. Satu- Sunday, okay. Yeah. Wow.
1: Saturday, I went to see Townland, and then you and I, I think recorded Sunday, and then I went out. Oh, well, that's wow. right. So right after I got off with you because I was like, I have to hurry and go get Johnny. I went and got Johnny, came home, got dressed, and Robert picked me up. So it was like very quick, like racing around, and then drove out there so that was fun and we all every time we're driving we sing we just sing songs the whole way and we have it's just so much fun like he's such a good friend he's just a good time so i was supposed to go to a really big halloween party tonight that i think i told you about off air a couple of weeks ago this lady who's also a singer her name's amber fox she's so cool she's just like a, a cool lady she's super nice her and her husband had a super rad house in anaheim and there's a big anaheim parade and it's like the 99th year of this parade or something like that but i think i'm gonna skip it (laughs) which i'm sure uh, it's fine it's for the best i'm not feeling it last weekend i went out enough but yeah big weekend yeah yeah it was fun last weekend and then this week i know this is going over my time i stopped looking but (laughs) this week actually yesterday yesterday was a really i don't know i just get i'm really fulfilled by my job i really really love it and there's been a few things here and there, like whether it's my boss or whether it's the kids at the school or just just being down at the circle, which I love. It's just a nice place to work. I found out like there's a couple of little there's a couple of fourth graders that have like kind of been they're my little pals. <laughs> so I found out when found out when their birthdays are what their little favorite snack is. So I would oh. surprise them on their birthdays with something. So this one girl, her favorite food is pickles. So I got her a bunch of like different little like, you know, bag of uh, pickles. And she said, she brought in this thank you card. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's just making me so like teared up. It was so sweet. She- and she just like every day, like runs out and gives me a hug. And she's just like so sweet. And then yesterday it was parent teacher conferences. So the school's closed, but our part was open. So we had like kids from seven in the morning till like 6 p.m. So we do a lot of fun things, but I also get to see some of the parents. So, anyways, this girl's parent came in, and she's like, "Are you Miss Lisa?" I said, "Yes." She's like, "That was so nice of you to give her the pickles," and she was just like, "That was just so sweet." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we my Johnny and I just love her kids. There's her daughters are so sweet. I'm like, your girls are our favorites. They are so sweet." And she's just like, "Oh, it's so nice." I'm like, "Oh," so just that like must a be nice great
0: to hear as a parent. Yes, that, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. It was just like. Ah, it felt really good. So then my boss asked me to come into her office to talk and I'm like, okay. And she's like, so in the beginning of the the new year or by summer, do you want to be a lead, which would be, you know, being in charge of the staff as far as, um, there's like a handful of people that are, there's probably like, I think there's like four or five leads. So I would be getting a small promotion and being, delegating okay. uh some uh yeah so i would be d- running the staff meeting and delegating who does what each day and telling everybody what's going on and like yeah so i just i was like wow yeah. i like thank you yes i'm like yes i would love to and she's like are you sure she's like i kept asking around like you know who, who do people think? And she's like, I kept hearing Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. And I'm like, Oh, wow.
0: Okay. we <laughs> <like what> were <laughs> chanting your name
1: <laughs> as they do. But I was just like, Oh, that makes me feel so good. And I was like, I, she's like, I hope I feel like I asked too much of you. I'm like, not at all. I said, I really love working here and I feel thankful that you gave me this opportunity to work here and also honored that you would ask. And she's like, well, you've like proved that you can do it. And you worked really hard to show that, you know, you, are someone that we would want to ask to do it and that you would be able to, you know, handle it. I'm like, okay, that's kind of awesome. I was just like, oh, So my week was very good <laughs> in that respect.
0: That is great. I'm glad you had. Thank so, you. This, you. You know, life naturally has ups and downs. So I'm glad you had so many great ups in the last week.
1: Yes, I, I appreciate that. I feel like I yeah. am really putting out the positive energy and like really, it just, it's amazing how much comes back. Like I said, I know it doesn't mean I'm, not going to have bad things happen but it's i think i'll be able to manage it better but also just good things good things should come my way and i i just keep thinking that and it's happening so that's fine that's good it's a good thing
0: yeah this is the setup for the inevitable downfall that will happen <laughs> next week but it's good that you value this time that you have right now
1: yes agreed i know i told her i said i have been through so much from Losing our – I don't know if you know those, but I don't really care. I'll share it. i We lost our last house, and so we ended up in this house and ended up in this neighborhood, which she lives on the street next to us. So, like, meeting her – and getting this job i just feel like all of it was meant to be and it's just like she started tearing up when i was telling her that i'm like i just feel like i'm in exactly where i'm supposed to be and, and it feels really good
0: that's great i will we will get into the the last house thing later mm-hmm. another time I, it's, uh, yeah it's, it was yeah.
1: 2008 does that explain anything i,
0: I mean that's basically answers yeah. everything I need there to you know. yeah there you go that's yeah. it yes oof yeah
1: that was rough but anyway yeah. Moving on, we don't have any BFF hotline calls, but if you would like to leave a message... Actually, I forgot to ask Rafi, but I'm sure he would have told me if we did. If you'd like to leave a message or text, that's 818-BFF-0732, or just hit me up. Uh, would you like to talk about Monday?
0: Yes, let's okay. talk about Oh my goodness, Monday. this one.
1: Whew, it, there's, there's just so much to talk about, and I feel like when I saw that he was the guest, I was just like, oh, like on many levels, just excited about it. Knowing, though, also is going to be... I forget how deep and introspective he is. and But also he's like a self-admitted, you know, pervert. (laughs) So I like hearing a multi-layered
0: person. Now, Lisa, why would you relate to someone like that? (laughs) I can't imagine. What about hearing someone of that orientation that that would seem interesting to you?
1: You know, I like people to have many facets to their being not just a straight and narrow like a nerd like be a fucking perverted nerd like me (laughs) sure
0: (laughs) sure i guess
1: oh funny Oh, how funny haha no what okay so he's the host of the mental illness oh my gosh the mental illness happy hour show which i i want to go back and listen to listen to allison's show because i remember it was her episode was funny Or interesting. It was good. I remember even like uh, listening to... I haven't listened in so many years. Grey Deliles was really good. And I stopped listening. uh, I don't know how long ago. I think it was so interesting. But I stopped listening a long time ago. Just because sometimes listening to this stuff is hard. And it's... But it is a very good show. I, I know most people listening. The three people know that I was on his show once. Which I... I've re-listened a couple of times, and like I don't think I could anymore because I was such a different person then, and it's even hard at the time doing it because by the end of it, I realized like I felt like oh, I don't even know if I shared this before, but I might have, but I felt like I was living inauthentically even more after doing that, like I it made me yeah. realize that. All of the things that I had talked about on there, like I was still living that life and a lie. But it's not like I am a liar or I'm trying to like, you know, pull the old switcheroo on people. But it just like was eye opening to the fact that like I was still living in that way and not addressing it or learning from it or like getting away from it
0: hmm
1: not to put it on myself but like i was i was an enabler and i was not giving consequences and i was like all the things he was talked about in this episode about women that you know stay in those relationships and for whatever reason that we do but i mean i know there's many reasons but yeah it was obviously something i needed to learn from that i realized i had not and i was just like in deep to this like relationship that was not as bad as the one i talked about in the show but it was very similar, you know. When similar, is the last time vibe. you
0: listened to the episodes you were on?
1: It's years. I don't even know. Because I, I think that was 2015 that I was on that. So that's like a lot. I mean, that's what, eight years ago? Um, yep. I probably listened uh, probably, I don't know, four years ago, maybe. Longer. I think I was like, oh, give us a. Re-. I think I, cause I reposted it on the SoundCloud account. Cause somebody, I, people were asking about it. I know there was one BFF that listened and was like, I wish I had never heard that before. Cause I don't like knowing those things about people. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I, it wasn't like a negative thing. It was just a true thing, but it was just like, okay. Well, thank
0: you. Yeah. Not but a But also, not a like, I don't think I could say. listen
1: to it also because we had just started jamo patrol not that long before that and so i was so nervous i didn't know uh, i wish that i would have been i don't even know i i it was just i was so nervous and i wish that i would have i don't even know i did so much prep work to like try and like remember things that i wanted to say because i was bringing up stuff from like so long ago that it's like I wanted to, like, be succinct and, like, have stories and not just be saying, like, this happened, that happened, this happened, which I ended up kind of doing. So, yeah, I also not being as confident. I don't know. Because I'm a fucking professional now. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I always wished that I could go back on. I I had been – I I got – people reached out to me after that, strangers, and – like, that really touched me a lot because they were like, oh, my God, like, I went through this, too. Or this episode really spoke to me. and Like, that really made me feel good. But then on the other side, I started – that's when I started really seeing my life as, like, a farce. And I was like, oh, I'm still living that life. And, like, then I started, like, going into my shell more of of everything. I don't know.
0: Hmm. W- the last time you listened to it, yeah. were you able to – were you able to have sympathy for the person who you were listening to?
1: Yeah, yes. Because I think it,
0: it probably was kind of hard, I'm: guessing. I was more, probably, I'm guessing you were more yeah. critical than. I was more uh, embarrassed for her.: To yeah. be honest.:
1: Yeah. I, I, was, I was happy that I was very vulnerable, and I just said whatever that I wanted to say. But I think also, and this happens in therapy sometimes, when some people say something like they lead me in a certain direction. Not that he leads you, but he thought I, I'm going in one direction and I just went ahead in that direction where I was like, that's not really what I meant by what I was saying. Does that make sense? Uh, I, sh- I couldn't get my thoughts in the moment. And it wasn't like it was so drastically different, but I couldn't get certain thoughts in the moment where I was like, yeah, that's what I meant. I, You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you said. Like you said,
1: I was more critical of like... Okay, this could have been be- but I had a lot of fun, and it was weird, especially now knowing <laughs> how he how uh, his mind thinks, although he led on to that a little bit while we were recording. but I'm meeting this stranger in this like sort of dilapidated building in a weird area of l a just like going out here by myself and like pretty scared of the world, <laughs> but he made me feel very comfortable, and it was it was fun it was a fun experience. But yeah, I would love to to go back on again.
0: Yeah. By by the way, for the listeners, Superfan Megan was also on. Yes. She uh, had two episodes, I think. Yeah. An an illustrious, uh, a a deeply rooted connection between the Mental Illness Happy Hour and this podcast. She
1: actually is the reason why I got to go on that show. Hmm. Um, She and I, actually, she told me she was the night we met Allison Rosen, she took me to meet Allison backstage at midnight. And. Then, at and at it was, midnight, the show at, at, at midnight. midnight. Thank you. <laughs> we went out for drinks afterwards, and it was going to be—I think it was her birthday, like the next day. And I, so I, we were talking about that. I don't know. I think I got her. I think I bought her a drink. I hope I did. And then we were talking about my story and stuff. And she's like, "Oh, I'm going to talk to Paul and like get you on." So that's how that all kind of like happened, which was like very cool.
0: Yeah. The the so I will I would say. I, I would challenge you or encourage you to mm. then that if you if slash when you listen to your episode again, which doesn't have to be tomorrow, could be another four years from now. But <laughs> I would encourage you to listen with a more sympathetic ear and to think more in terms of, like you said, you were proud of yourself for being so open and you were you were able to see things now that this person couldn't see. But they understand that it's the perspective of someone who you know, didn't know what they didn't know and were just, were trying to do the best they could to have, to feel more sympathy for that person that you're listening to.
1: I can appreciate that. And I think I, I think I could do that. I, so I, oh my gosh, let me say I some more times. First I have to burp. Okay. I've been listening to Crimes of the Heart podcast after Rory was on Alice's show. So I've kind of been binging that, which has been very good, but Rachel Bloom was on. And I, it reminded me when she was on Allison's show, there was a lot of things about love and relationships and things that I wanted to learn about more then. And I just kind of just, I was, you know, in an unhappy marriage. So nothing was, I was just going to, that was going to be my life. <laughs> what what Where else is there to go? But on this episode that she just did, she talked about she is doing the self-compassion workbook where it's... Basically, you know, talking to yourself the way you talk to your friends, having unconditional love for yourself. And so this is something I would definitely love to maybe work on and then listen to that episode again.
0: Yeah, the, the this episode, the Monday episode with Paul G. Martin, the thing that stood out the most to me uh, from this episode were, it was just this moment where they were talking about uh, this sort of thing. And self acceptance, and he said, uh, "If we talk to somebody else the way we talk to ourselves, they would get a restraining order against us." <laughs> yes, which is, I think, very true and important to remember that you are, you have adopted the sort of criticisms that other people have had about you, and come oh, in from sure. the outside world. And all of us need to, um, to realize that we we are, uh, we are echoing things, and not uh, it is. To our own benefit, even and even in terms of like changing behaviors or improving yourself, as you see it, to to view yourself with more sympathy and realize that you and yourself yourself are on the same team. You know what I mean? Oh, because yes. most of us would never be, with that one. Yeah, yeah, most of us would never be critical in that way to other people, or would be. Ashamed if we were and were called out on right. it. Right, but I know because you think about yeah. yeah,
1: people treat people poorly all the time. But in general, you're not going to treat your friend like that. You're not going to tell the, these things to your fam like your mom, your daughter, your son. These are not things that you would say, or you're a terrible person. But it is weird how that we're. Perfectly comfortable doing it to ourselves, uh, and, and it's like just that narrative and that need. You just it's just always there. So you you do have to unlearn it. You're right. There are so many things from the outside world that even just, and we'll talk more about Paul getting in a divorce. Like I related to all of these things. Like he's went through a divorce and dating for the first time. He's got me. Be he was hasn't had a date. Been dating since the 80s. Me, it was the 90s. So it was very like scary and just like a whole different world and just um just very uh, everything just but also I think a different perspective than he had maybe but like I was more scared of being judged and all of the things that I was told that I had to unlearn so getting back into the dating world and being trying to learn oh my gosh like not even the dating part of it but I was telling this to my boss yesterday. I said, and she's going through the same thing, and her situation is way different than mine, but she's not ready. She's, well, she's divorced. Well, yes, she's no longer with her husband, and she's not even ready to date. There's so many things I'm like, you'll know when you're ready. It's, and that's fine. And I said, what I had to go through, which I feel like I'm come so far from back then, but finding out like who I am and what I want, because everything was about him and his needs and wants that I and I fucking lost myself completely in that relationship but then when he was gone it was like I felt lost because I not only was I always part of a duo even though it was a piece of shit one I was always thinking for somebody else and for their needs so for my own I had to relearn who I was and like what I actually like and what I don't like and what has been skewed because like he fucked it up or ruin something or like do I really like this or did he you know what I mean like I had to relearn all of these things and but it was kind of exciting it was scary but it was exciting too to just be like I but I, I did feel lost for a little while where it's just like oh my god I didn't know what to do first I'm like I don't even know I was so confused and it was just very strange feeling to be 46 or whatever however old I was when I started all of this and just like being lost, still, but it's been so much fun to like really do what what I want to do and learning who I am and becoming a better person. Like I really feel like I have been. It just feels very good.
0: <laughs> good. I'm glad you're feeling good about it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you're
1: like you suck. Shut well, up. <laughs> that goes with that. The
0: listener can make but, their own yes, determination. But text there.
1: The other thing he was talking about, so he used to objectify women and was sex-obsessed. And I feel like I've certainly been objectified, been on the receiving end of people like that. and But also being sex-obsessed at certain points in my life, that clouded my judgment. Also something I've had to deal with in the dating world is being fetishized. When you realize someone is just obsessed with you and it's not that they love you, but how... They love you so quickly and it's just about whatever it is that they are into that's – I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I just – I wish I was just like a normal average joke.
0: Oh, boy. You Sophie, wish you weren't so hot is what you're saying? No, 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 no. So it's not about being hot. No, beloved. I'm talking
1: about like one of the first things people – no, it has nothing to do with being hot, not attractive.
0: I am teasing you. You By the it way, ha- you were allowed to think that. I meant, no, 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 yeah, no. no. It's, it has
1: nothing to do with that. It has to do with like people fetishize like my hair, my bangs, my – boobs my whatever it is like like if um,
0: things about like your look and not yes, necessarily about yes you.
1: so they assume certain things or whatever it is and and they might be right not just kidding but i it's you get put into like a box of like i maybe they don't have feelings because they look this way or maybe they don't have like you know what i mean they're just, I, I just get objectified and fetishized Whereas it's just some of the first things people say in my if they do slip into my dms is like i love your bangs it's like That's great, but, like, it's not great. (laughs) That's not a great Mm -hmm. opener. Like, Mm -hmm. I also, like, these people that, like, they're in love and then they want to, like, kill themselves because I'm not going to date them. It's like, that is very straight. That's not love. That's very weird. And, like, that's the kind of person I'm I'm attracting by having tattoos and having all these things that are in in certain categories of, like, people that are, like, that fetishize those things. So it's – I even, like, when we were going through my – the dating when the doctors were here and we we're going through my the pictures of the people that liked me or whatever and they're like mm-hmm. or the people that are offered to me to like and dr Angel said oh maybe they're like zoning in on your tattoos and then now they're giving you these people and i and i thought yes that is very true but the other side of it is i've been on dates before where people didn't know i had tattoos and that was an issue so i wanted to be like clear like my height has been an issue my tattoos have been an issue there's always an issue so i like really want to be clear like i'm a tall person i have tattoos doesn't mean i want to sit and talk about tattoos the rest of my life it's just something like i don't want people to be like oh (laughs) i literally have people like i never did anyone with tattoos before i'm like okay or like oh how tall are you i'm like oh my god so that all here's anyway yeah Dating apps can fuck right off. I'm done with that. Much like dating, I'm done with. So it's been, like I said last week, it's been free. It's nice. It's light. It's airy.
0: <laughs> Good. Uh, so Good. Paul
1: talked about also not looking outwardly to fill something in yourself. And that is something I'm really trying to be mindful of all of these things. Like, do I like this person, like, let's say, because of how they give me something I don't have that I can't get. You know what I mean? Like I need to give mm-hmm. myself all these things. Not I, And this is something I learned in marriage and family class when I was in college. And it's something that I've never really lived by, <laughs> but the more healthy you are, the more you are attracted to, to yourself, to someone that is like you because you're not, Opposites may attract because they're filling in gaps and holes that you should have filled in yourself.
0: Yes. So this is not too far from what you were saying about the people sort of um, objectifying you and picking out these things about like your physical appearance to like people trying to cast people in a kind of role because you need them to fill that role as opposed to being able to connect with someone in a, in a, a less dramatic way. If that makes sense, like a, not like a, this is, you're not, you know, crying in the rain about something, wearing a leather jacket. You just (gasps) like this person and get along with them. Maybe.
1: Right. And I, like I said, and I've been saying for weeks, even before I stopped the dating (laughs) saying like, I wanted to be a whole person to bring to a a potential relationship. Like I want, I don't want someone putting the pieces back together again and trying to fix my issues and, I just want to be, you know. It's not like I'm going to be perfect. There's no way that's going to happen. But I. I oh, we know. I am not striving for a perfection. I just want to be. I want to be the person that I would want to date.
0: Hmm. I was say more about that. What do you? How do you mean?
1: I would like to basically the golden rule. Like I would want to treat people the way I I'd, I'd want to be treated. I want to. Yeah, and the other side of that is, I think about, not only was my marriage kind of, like, obviously it was abusive, but aside from that part of it, I had so much love to give that was, eventually was stifled, but, like, it was never received in the way that I was giving it. Honestly, I think that they saw it after the fact and realized what they had, like, way too late, but it was never appreciated, it was never, and I never do things to get it back in return, but I just... Wanted to treat people that I, the way I would want to be treated. So I want to date someone that looks at life the same way that I do, that is, you know, positive, that is giving, and that can also receive well, <laughs> you know. I,
0: I am hearing appreciation as far as yes, like uh, yes. being able to appreciate you, being able to appreciate positive things about life. Yes, That is a, a thing I'm picking up on. Okay.
1: I definitely have dated people that end up being sort of like Eeyores where it's just they're just negative they're real negs on life or even like what Paul was saying there's a couple of things he was talking about being in phone conversations but for me just being in conversations with anybody where and talking about my last boyfriend that you guys all met like I, and I talked about it with this my friend last weekend because I'm like because all my friends didn't like him <laughs> and when we are talking about him I'm like yeah he would just talk at you like there was no listening and it was like there was like one-liners coming at me and i'm like i okay like i it was very i just didn't feel listened to and also i got
0: Mm. i got got
1: showered with compliments and attention and then it was all taken away too at the same time like ignored it was like two different people it was very strange and having me live like that was just like second you know, get a second guessing, like, okay, did I do something wrong? You know what I mean? Like you start thinking like, what happened? Like, what did I do? And I, like I said before, I didn't shed a tear after we broke up, but during our relationship, he made me cry a lot, (laughs) Oh, a lot. And, but even like certain other people that I've dated, there's just like, they want to talk about the same thing that's going on in their life all of the time. And it's draining when they're not trying to help it, or it's like a poor me where it's just like, okay, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm sorry that this is happening, but like, I can't help you with it unless you help yourself. I, it's just, it's like, the, like he was even saying, and I think even Allison was saying, like talking to people where you feel like you turn into their therapist, and that's kind of a few people that I've talked to in the past like few months have been like that. Where it's just like they're just talking at you and not listening, or they take, yeah. one, they just yeah, they it's just not the good back and forth. Where yeah, where it's just frustrating. I- after you yeah. talk, you're just like, oh, my God, I feel like a ball of, like, tension after I talk to this person. It's like, that's not a good sign.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I've i had that feeling many times while sitting at a bar next to someone. Um, there's a certain <laughs> kind of, like, drunk person who's talking but not really listening to you kind of thing. And this is not in your case. I'm not saying all these dudes are, you know, drunk all the time or anything. Uh, but it, no. there is in fact, a...
1: one of them doesn't drink enough, and I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, there's there's a kind of um, like you mentioned not being listened to. There's multiple kinds of not being yes. listened to. There's like not feeling appreciated overall in a relationship, and there's also like this person is kind of monologuing, mm. and I am yes. Like, I they are on stage like yes, delivering absolutely. a play, and I am like a side character who they are talking to in order to get this exposition out or something. Yes. And it's a, it's a it it is not the grounds for a relationship. It is that is what more I an interaction than a relationship.
1: About my platonic dating date, the guy that I was talking hanging out with is yeah, the I, Arbor. Ha- and I yeah <laughs> thank you. That is what I talked to uh, Dr. Jen on her birthday while we were. Having dinner, I was like, I just don't know what it is about him. That just, there's just something weird about him. I don't get it. Like, he makes me feel, he makes me feel bad about myself, but like, he doesn't say anything to make me feel bad or act that way. But like, I get up in my own head. It's very weird. And I just thought, like, I can never feel like I could be myself around him. And then when he and I had that really good discussion, like, when I, told him about the horrendous things I was going through in my life. And he was like a really good listener and, t- and talk, but I thought about that today. It's like so something that had just completely terrible has to be in my life for it- him to be a good listener. Because I was like, we had a really good conversation. But like, I was reflecting on that today. Like, yeah, because I was going through something terrible. The last time I talked to him on the phone, I was like frustrated because I was just trying. And we we're talking about nothing. It-, it was talking about like a Halloween costume. And he wouldn't, I was trying to say something and he like didn't really hear me all the way and just like finished with like some sort of like... F- Oh, I'm just... It's like a joke, but then I'm like, but you didn't even hear me. I, it was just like... Okay, this is just frustrating. It was like a monologue. Like, he just wants to get out what he wants to say, and that's it. And I know I said I stopped dating. Does this count if I still, like, hang out with him as dating?
0: Uh, it's an interesting Not that I question. said it was... Like,
1: after all that, it sounds like a great idea. He's a very nice person. He's just very strange. He's just strange. Well... If I told you all of the things, you'd be like, that's so weird, but, like, it's not a bad person. He's very nice. It's just... If... I don't see it going anywhere. It never has gone anywhere. It's never gone into like a dating feel to it. But is it still dating if like we hang out still? Unless I have a conversation with him.
0: I mean, mean, if you're going on dates, then kind of it does. (laughs) Um,
1: But is it a... I don't know. what. If I'm paying for myself and we're just going out to do like outings like friends do... Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to like second. I don't know. I don't even really enjoy hanging out. Honestly, he asked me to hang out tomorrow, and I'm like, I almost want to do it just to get it it out of the way, and then I can just tell him like, Hey, I don't want to be. I don't want to be friends anymore (laughs) because I'm not dating. But I don't want to. If I said, Hey, I'm. I am not dating anymore, so I don't want to hang out. He'll probably be like, But we're not dating. (laughs)
0: That's so. I, if, is
1: what I'm assuming is what will happen because he'll be like, "Yeah, I told you the second time we were hanging out that I don't want to date." It.
0: Yeah, so if that's if that's he might just be looking for a company. I and think a, I think that's what it is, honestly. which is fine, but also it shouldn't be confused for someone who's looking for something. That is true. Else. I think, and you should both try to be clear about that, yes, including him, if he's not been clear on his two
1: had that conversation like weeks ago. I don't talk to him that often. It's just very like random, like oh, this thing's going on, and he knows I would like it, so like let's go do that. I'm like,' all right, that sounds fun, like he knows all of the funs there's like fun stuff to do, and he comes up with some good stuff, but well, then to, I don't, uh, to, and we talked about this last week because I'm like, I get really bored and I don't really want to hang out with him anymore. He's not that fun.
0: <laughs> this is I'm gonna make a note for editing right there. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So as speaking of trees, um, there is a an expression about how some people are. Should be, you know, very close to you in your life and are sort of the inner rings of the tree, whereas mm. other people are maybe more the outer rings of the yes. tree who are you know, not not uh, not quite as intimate or not quite as everyday a part of your life. And maybe yes. uh, he, he has a spot on the outer ring, but, you know, you should not be trying to move him uh, into yes. the, the inside. Oh, yeah. The that interior. ship
1: sailed long ago. I the second time we hung out, I was like, okay. like, we've been hanging out since what, May? And the second time I was just like, okay, I'm not feeling this guy in that way at all. But he just, and he clearly isn't either. So, but we did not clearly because we never said anything, but it's just been like, I guess we're just going to hang out and do stuff every once in a while.
0: You said before about this person, you feel like you can't be yourself Correct. around them, Correct. which is a not, not good. Great. No. Uh, not what you, not what you want, even in yeah. a uh, even in a, a friend hangout. Yeah, yeah. True. So that is.
1: I feel like because we were supposed to do something that we haven't done like months and months ago. I feel like I just need to like do it because we made that plan to do it and then just be done with it, which just like sucks. I feel like I just need to put my time
0: in. <laughs> you also don't have to. You can simply I don't, not. Do I that. know, and he just keeps um, being like, oh, in I fact, the, oh, not throw good money after bad. Uh, yeah, time-wise. I know,
1: it, and I. I guess also I think about the way I justify it is like, well, we're not dating. It's fine. But I also have to think about like, if I did start to date someone in the future, would this be someone I would still talk to? Would I feel comfortable around my current boyfriend to be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with this guy? Or would I... And would it be weird to tell him? Honestly, I think he'd be happy. He'd be like, that's cool. Good for you. (laughs) Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know. This it, is the whole a, thing is just very strange to me. I don't know. I don't understand any of it.
0: Speaking of not feeling listened to or heard, I feel yeah. like you're not listening to yourself. I, I think. I think you're you very are, right. I think. Yeah, you are this so is right. you sort of like uh, talking about. You. You. Part of the confusion here is that you're not paying attention to. You're not putting enough emphasis on how you feel about things. Yes. Uh, there. So Allison talked about how. Well, it came up at some point during the Monday show about, oh, Paul, it was Paul who said, um, listen to your battery. And this isn't in Mm. terms of like being involved in like social situations or relationships that feel draining. But also like this, this is a good example of you feel a certain way about this, but you're always kind of putting that on the back burner to sort of make room for someone else's feelings, which is, you know, a thing you've talked about, you know, just a couple minutes ago. So this, this is is a true.
1: And I want to be 100% when I say I'm taking a step back from dating. I want to date myself. I want to work on myself. So I guess because he's always been in such a gray area and in more of a non-existent area that I've just kind of like still talk to him. But like, I guess I, I, like you said, like on the other side of that, if we were just friends, am I getting that friendship that I want out of someone from him? Well, really? if you
0: were better <laughs> or closer friends, you could say this to him. Yes. And, like, and that's the other hey, thing. I'm I don't even feel like, I can, like there are some you know.
1: days that I'm like, oh, I could just, I just need to have this conversation. I feel like it's going to be very easy because he's very, like, pragmatic. Everything's very, like, he's, I feel like I could be straightforward with him. But then when it gets down to it, I'm like,
0: ah. Oh. <laughs> well, oh. also, so there's a couple things going on here aside from all the stuff we just talked about it's also yeah. i think a little hard for some people uh, you in this case mm. some mm. some leases yes. um, to be straightforward about their feelings because that's not how they're used to communicating true um and so that is also adding a wrinkle into all of this but Very true. Th- i i would say in my experience you are not a crazy person Thank so if you. you're feeling <laughs> like weird energy or weird vibes or like a, a mismatch in personalities in this in this uh, these interactions this relationship with this person you're probably not wrong and it's okay to treat yourself like you're correct and uh, listen to yourself when you say things about it
1: it's funny because i've been able to learn so much and to speak up and break it off with other people that maybe thought this was going in a a direction that i was not thinking it was going in Just because I did want to not date anymore then I thought, well, I don't want to lead you on. This is not a thing and we can't be, you know, we're not going out anymore. Like whatever. I cut these people off. I was able to do it with people because I understood that they wanted that with him (laughs) because there's so much guessing. Like I honestly kind of feel bad to have the conversation, but also on the other side, I'm embarrassed if he would be like, we were never going to be dating. You know what I mean? Like, Somebody thinks highly of themselves (laughs) if they think
0: we were, you know what I mean? I don't know. But again, I know, I know, we can can drop this particular thing. But the the fact that you feel like that would be the the reaction is also honestly, it is not a space where you you clearly feel like very open and like you can communicate honestly with this person.
1: But I do feel like because he is such a like just like, just so straightforward, like, I could probably just tell him and be like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Um, do you want to do this or whatever? Like, I think it would just be like a nice normal conversation, but I just get up in my own head of all of it. And I just want him to like ghost me.
0: I don't know. I am not a therapist. I cannot say that that's not a healthy way to look at it, but in my non-professional opinion. So, but this is also, yeah, I don't know. This, this is also still sort of Prioritizing someone else's yes. needs, not even their needs, because you don't even know Correct. what they I, want or need. I think your that's why I'm just what, like I don't even yeah. know how to handle the situation. But your your imagined version of what they are feeling over, like what you are actually feeling.
1: Yes, and sometimes I do enjoy hanging out with them, but as and it is just honestly, it's friendly. Like there's no opening doors. There's no like there's no. It very much feels like a platonic friend, like just a friend. But yeah, I think the conversation needs to be had just so that we one hundred percent know. I don't wanna sit around guessing and worrying that I'm gonna like hurt his feelings if he thinks it's going somewhere. And and on the other side, I don't wanna to have to waste so much any more time with him. <laughs> okay. Anyway the therapy session is speaking Well There, I mean, this is the episode yeah. for it. So I mean true.
0: A thing Allison said was she was talking about um, having either arguments or things she didn't understand, like in a relationship with a person, but never felt like she, she could speak about it really because of like her family dynamic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how people essentially weren't allowed to ask questions a certain way or criticize people or come to someone and say, hey, this thing you did hurt my feelings. And she described it as uh, never feeling able to release a balloon; she could only let out like a little bit of air at a time, right. which I thought was a very good analogy. And I, it, it, I think a lot of people, uh, maybe some people on this call, have felt <laughs> that way and been able to relate to uh, not not knowing how to have a discussion in a certain way not knowing how to not feeling that there was room to express your own feelings and having to sort of bend over backwards to not let too much of them out because they might be too much or you might be taking up too much space or that kind of thing
1: and it's funny because i we were never stifled as kids but there was never like let's have an open discussion about this that or the other thing it was just sort of like we just lived our own lives (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't so we're just on our own to just figure things out, which, you know, has really paid off for me. <laughs>
0: well, it could, could be worse, we could, that say. We could say. That is very true.
1: I always try and think that, uh, for sure. I mean, I was... My mom put me not in the exact same position that Paul's mom did to him. But in a certain respect, I did become her therapist. So she would get home from... After she got a divorce from my dad, they would go... She was dating a lot, and which I'm sure... She needed that validation so much, especially. She was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if she was 30. Yeah, 30. So she was going on lots of dates. We moved back to California, just like God's boyfriends. And then when they would like, you know, break up with her or have some issues, she would be coming to me in the middle of the night, crying to me. And I was her therapist. And then I had to become her friend. I always felt like I had to be her caretaker, always. So like, I didn't really have that, well, that role model, but also I didn't have that relationship where I could be the kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is that relationship is at least in some large part about being able to open yourself up and express yourself and have your own needs and feel and I mean to feel listened to is the short version of it, right? To feel yeah. like someone can hear you if you said something.
1: Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. He even talked about confronting your offender, uh and because they talked about going back and talking to his mom. And I have had that I've been able to do that with some of my offenders, and it's never, never goes the way you think, the way you want it to go. I mean, of course, um, not. obviously, it would
0: be great if it did. I don't yeah. think, yeah.
1: I think I never had this like I'm going to have this moment. It was just one of those things where like they just push you, and like you, you say th- like, well, there were so many of them, but there were different, <laughs> there were different circumstances where I would run into them with in the same friend group or what have you, and I was still protecting them and not telling people the truth about how they were and everything. And then when you do, then you become the asshole. And it's like, wow, it like never is good to like speak up. Like that's how I was taught to, by that, by those reactions of those people. When one of the guys, the guy I talked about in the mental illness, happy hour episode, when I found out he died, I was fucking mad. I was mad that I never got an apology or like have it be, not justify but like have it matter like it just just went away as if he was ever going to give me that
0: yeah i mean if it sort of came up on this episode that if they the type of person who would have put you in that position in the first place is right probably not going to be able to you know to to accept blame or or even right tolerate hearing what you're saying also these people i think in general, there when people have done, let's say something wrong, when they have a a, a consciousness of guilt, they also are terrified at being caught. So mm. it's not that like you were wrong for calling someone out per se, but that them being called out is is extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Like one of the JMO's was Paul talking about how he always walks slow in a store, so they don't think he's right. shoplifting. <laughs> um, And I I also often have the thing of when I'm walking out of a grocery store somewhere with an alarm, I'm like bracing myself for the alarm to go off, even though I've I've not shoplifted since I was like eight. Um, (laughs) It's just not a thing that should be happening in a, you know, but I also am always sort of bracing myself for it. And I feel like even if you are, maybe especially if you're like 100% guilty of the thing someone's accusing you of, seeing that person in public running into them is going to freak you out and you're going to react negatively and it's not because the other person doesn't deserve to talk to you about it or call you out or whatever it's it's your own sort of guilt and shame sort of un unresolved and and you're going to have a a negative reaction it's like being a kid and being caught with your hand in the cookie jar or whatever yeah
1: and a lot of kids steal cookies And justify it as if they deserve it. (laughs) And then they're like, I didn't do anything. And that was kind of my, it was such an eye-opening experience, which like now it's like, duh, obviously. But I remember like talking to to one of these guys and it's like they had already justified they did nothing wrong. Sure. Of course. It was all justified away. And I was the crazy person. And I was just like, I honestly, like, (laughs) because I'm coming from a side of not being crazy. Sorry to use that term. But I was like, they must feel terrible that they did that to me. That's actually I thought that they'd be like, oh, my God, I need to apologize (laughs) for biting your face that time or for ripping your sweatshirt off of your body or for tripping you all of the time and pushing you up against cars. Like the things I did were so terrible. I feel so bad. It was like. I, it was such an eye-opening experience to be like, wow, they just either have no memory of it, they justified it away into, like, not existing, or, like, they don't give a shit that they did that to me at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I mean you – It was I, just Like an you eye-opening. said, you <laughs> yeah. would feel bad, right? Um, right. You would feel terrible yes. about that stuff. And so it's natural to assume yes. that other people –
1: I was like, that, I want to give them a chance to be like, oh, my – like, I was still like, I'm going to give this person a chance to be nice to me. Yeah, was, That was such an eye-opening experience, which was just, just like a... Now, it's like, obviously, these people are yeah. just like... They're fucked up humans that are just always going to... Maybe they change, but for the most part, I'm sure they're just fucked up human beings for the rest of their lives, fucking up other people's lives t- uh, today.
0: Yeah, but also you... You would have felt terrible if you'd done that stuff to someone but also you wouldn't have done it like right, the fact exactly. that you would have felt terrible probably <laughs> if would have i did kept it would have been doing a
1: it. complete accident
0: <laughs> yeah and that's it can be hard to sort of yeah. like those people have to justify it to some degree cuz yes. otherwise what's the alternative that they're they abuse women they can't yes. that right. that there's so much shame around that kind just... of stuff that they can't deal with that so it has to be well it only happened because or oh i was right. drinking so oh they're yes. being traumatic and making a big yep. deal. it it has to be some
1: Oh, yeah. And this guy, like, completely insulted me in front of, like, all my friends, like, instead of... And I was just like, oh, like, that completely backfired on me. (laughs) Like, okay. And even some of my other friends were like, well, we didn't know him back then. So I'm like, oh, cool. Well, then, cool. Good.
0: So it didn't happen. Great. Yeah, I guess it didn't
1: happen. And I'm not traumatized by it whatsoever. So I'm glad he's part of our friend group still. (laughs) Yeah, I... In the same way that Paul was watching someone steal his cds and didn't want to call him out because he didn't want to embarrass the person that's exactly my feelings for most of my life is not even if someone's doing something to me it's like i don't want to embarrass them by outing them like like you said before and like we've talked about many many times is like i'm thinking about someone else's feelings over at the detriment of my own not even just over mine
0: yeah I mean that the Allison example that she's talking about is someone stepping on her coat. Yes, like so she couldn't move, but she didn't yes. want to embarrass them by saying, "Hey, you're literally stepping on me right now." <laughs>
1: yes, that's literally me. Like, just oh my gosh, like oh, yeah, sorry. It, it, sorry for existing and like making you yeah.
0: do this like embarrassing thing to me. <laughs> you know, Lisa, if you would just stop being in the way, you would I know. You wouldn't be humiliating these people by forcing them to treat you badly
1: (sighs) Uh, how tall are you anyway just be stop
0: being taking up so much vertical space
1: Uh, i well i've also been called out for taking too much you know horizontal space but
0: leave some air for the Uh, dolphins Um, yeah. Or, the or like, why? Fish. Oh, I, I
1: usually don't like girls with fake boobs. it's Like, oh, you don't usually like girls with painted on eyebrows. Like, well, sorry, I'm not your perfect fucking everything that you want.
0: <laughs> also a weird thing to say. That's uh, Very what you call strange. an immediate red flag.
1: Yes. And I'm like, okay. But with you, it's actually not. I'm like, okay, thanks. Now I'm going to be insecure with my eyebrows for any anytime I see you. That's great. Yeah. That but feels great.
0: Related to the... <laughs> This other stuff that we've been talking about, like it, it can be, it, I know for me, it has been difficult to sort of process when someone does something shitty to you, but it's something that you wouldn't have done. So you're like, wait, yeah. this must be some sort of misunderstanding or this must yes. be, because yes. we it's
1: rationalize like, it as the same, as sane minded people.
0: Yeah. Cause it's when something it, is just not in your vocabulary, you're like this, something else must be going on here because that's such a weird, shitty thing to do. And then to have right. a weird, shitty reaction from them after they did something shitty to you. It's yes. Like, Wait, that doesn't. Then you're like, this, well, maybe
1: I am terrible.
0: I must be missing something.
1: I must be fat, tall, and too my, and too many tattoos <laughs> with my stupid eyebrows. But don't get tattoos on your chest because I hate it when girls have that. You know how many guys have told me that?
0: I mean, it doesn't matter, but sure. I, I don't. <laughs>
1: It's like keep your fucking opinions to yourself. Like I'm not I these are for me, you asshole. Um anyway. There is, sorry,
0: there was just to go back to the the thing I always go back to, which is TikTok. Mm. There was a, a famous um it became almost kind of like a meme, but there was a video of someone who's making some sort of bean soup or something on TikTok, and then there was a bunch of replies of people being like, but I don't like beans. Like, what if I don't (laughs) like beans? Like, in the comments. And people have been commenting on this video as almost like like an example of something that happens, especially online. But in life in general, people are like, so don't make the bean soup if you don't like beans. Like, not everything is for you. It's fine. You can like something else. You don't even have to comment on it.
1: I wasn't put on this planet for your fucking enjoyment. (laughs) And so... Well, I mean, there's one, maybe one person out there, hopefully, but <laughs> <It's good. laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. I want one special person. Speaking of that, Paul was saying, so he's had a girlfriend for five years and having a clean relationship. And this is something that I'm I strive for is having that clean, open, honest, just everything above board relationship. And he said, giving somebody the phone, the cell phone test. And this is something that I've thought about often, where it's like I would love to have that kind of relationship where I'm just like I give my significant other my phone to like, hey, will you look this up for me? Like having like how comfortable you would be giving someone else your phone. Like, there's no way I could do that right now. <laughs> like, um. I need to clean. I need to clean up some stuff. But but that being said, like I would love nothing more than to just like completely like block delete. Any person I've like ever talked to that doesn't matter to me, like if I was in a perfect, perfectly clean, honest relationship, like all these people that don't matter, like they can just go away. And if Javi, some, if someone can text you, it's going to happen. Being in a relationship where they're not possessive and mean, I would just love to have that relationship to just be like, here's my phone. Can you look up a recipe or like whatever? Check out all those. Check out the hidden files because there's some stuff. Check in there out for the you, garage. For yeah. you. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: So to speak. <laughs> Um, like if you
1: want to see some pictures of I took of uh, myself while I was thinking of you, they're in this file. But but that being said, like I would love to have that sort of relationship, that sort of completely honest relationship with nothing to
0: hide. So as again, as uh in my non-professional opinion, it is mm. interesting to me that you went the way the direction that you went was I would love to <laughs> give someone my phone so they can look at it and okay. not be jealous, as opposed right. to I would like to see someone else's phone and feel like they could show me their phone sort of unsupervised, which is funny. (laughs) It is telling, right? Like it is, it is. I, yeah. So I guess it ties back to the feeling like uh, you're appreciated or accepted or maybe just feeling at peace where you, you don't feel like you have to hide anything from anyone and they can. Like I want to be an
1: open book to somebody. And if they wanted, I, for me, I think it's twofold. It is a big part of like wanting to be accepted and wanting to be open and free and just like not feeling like, yeah, just just free and light and just like, yeah, here's my phone. Like, I wouldn't even think about it. Like, that'd be awesome. The other part of it is I'm not a jealous person and I'm not a sneaky person. Like, I'm not someone that needs to go on somebody's phone. But that would be cool to be with someone that's like, hands me their phone to look for something and not have that. It would just be that it would be free to be in both ways, both directions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been in that situation where someone asked if they could look at my phone and i i you know didn't have anything to hide so i just handed right. it over to them which i think they appreciated but also in the back of my mind i'm like mm, you get one like um, ah! this is this is <laughs> like uh, if this is going to be like an insecurity issue then that's going to have to be its own thing right. and it's not like, I don't just want about t- my phone
1: to be checked up on not in that way i just want to have that feeling of like i could just leave my phone out like i'm not even talking about dating too like with Right now, if I was to give my phone to my friends, I'd be like, um, maybe <laughs> let's not
0: yeah, go through it. Really... Okay.
1: Well, you never, because I've had this phone for like three years. So like, I, I don't even know what's on it anymore. Like I need to like go through and like just completely clean it out. Maybe more just embarrassed of what might be on there. Cause <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> what was I saying?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I um... did go
1: out with, um, on a few dates where people have handed me their phone. And I was like, I never said anything, but I internalized all this like, whoa, okay. Like you literally have nothing to hide because you're handing me your phone. Yeah. So that made me feel very good that they were just like, you know, here's here's my phone. And they did that multiple times where the phone was always up. It's always like, for me, my phone's always down because I don't like notifications and I don't want to interrupt the conversation with the person I'm with. But I also had to get used to hiding so much shit from my husband. Normal, everyday, like nothing. Because he read into everything; every single thing was something. But he would never take my phone and look in it, which is surprising. If it was up and like uh, like group texts would come in, it's like, oh, who's what's going on with this? Like, what's this? It's that. It's like I don't want to have to answer to anybody ever again about any of that shit. So I just wouldn't be with someone like that. But I would love to have that just comfort of like not having to have that feeling at uh, whatsoever.
0: Yeah, to not have a pressure to be pressured about just everyday things you're doing because of this person's issues with not trusting you. I mean, I mean, not to get too far back into it, but it's also that kind of not trusting you is also kind of not seeing you or not appreciating you for who you actually are. This person being, I felt so misunderstood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I felt like, yes. And for someone to be obsessed with me instead of love me, like that's, I ended up marrying someone like that. Like, I felt like he thought I was so fucking ugly and the things that I, that he would say to me or do to me. And like all of these things, like I look back and it's like, fuck, like, why did I let that happen for so long? But also he got up in my head bad. Like, I honestly thought this is like, this is like real superficial. I thought my tits were so
0: ugly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not superficial. This is just like I mean, very... it's kind of, but it's kind of not. It's It's just
1: very, like, personal, yes. It's very, like, I was, like, and other body parts that he made me think are, like, really gross. And I still think that. And I'm nervous about showing that to a person. But, like. Shut up. uh, (laughs) But I'm growing out of that and learning from it. And. It's just so weird when I really take a step back and i I, there's no way I'm going to be standing naked in front of myself because it's like atrocious, but like, uh, okay, don't talk to yourself like that, Lisa. But
0: yeah. Shut up. I be nice.
1: try and look at things in a different perspective and I'm like, it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> I,
0: that's progress. I'll take it. That's, that's good.
1: Yes. Where I'm like, okay, like I could see like making a video or doing something fun for like someone I'm dating and being more free to do that and not feeling so insecure. Like I am shocked that I'm not as ugly as I thought I was to be
0: honest. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I can, I think there's a version of that, that I want to say most people, at least, you know, generationally um, have, which is we are all at an age where we can go back and see old photos of ourselves, whether it's social media or whatever from 10 12 years ago, five years ago, whatever. And very commonly, people have the reaction of, oh, I wasn't bad looking. Like, I thought yeah. I looked much worse than I actually did.
1: And that has been eye-opening many, many times. Then there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I don't look that great right there. But that's fine. I was going through some times. But it's hard to do in the moment. And yeah. so you will find on my phone one thing. These are pictures that I never post because I'm not this person, but every time that I get dressed up or whatever to go out, I will take a picture of myself. Good. Yes, because I want to try and see what I really look like. Sometimes I'm feeling so good and that's like, okay, I got to see this picture. But like, also it's like a moment in time where I could be like, this is what you look like right now and that's okay. And like, just accept it and love it (laughs) and it's okay, but- I I guess I don't I just do it because I want to I don't know. I I I've been doing it for so many years so there's like a lot of selfies on my phone of like every time I go out because I'm try uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But you said good and so I think you understand where I'm coming from.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's it is I think it's it can be such a a, a hard relationship people have with yes. themselves and their own image of how they think they look versus Right, a how they actually look to other people, which is yes, often radically different, but totally. their feelings about how they look, which is different from even their appearance, you know, yeah. a, objectively. So it's 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 hard.
1: Yeah. So I try and I just try and get gain perspective of like, okay, this is what I look like, and this is what I'm going out looking like, and I'll look back at these pictures sometimes like, oh, I didn't look that bad that night. <laughs> but. Yeah, it is like something to do to try and like help, just to help me, help me get perspective of like what I'm really looking like. And I would feel very vain if I was someone was like, I'm going to put out a bunch of all my selfies (laughs) because it's not for anybody else. It really is just for me to be like, this is what I look like right now and try and and trust me, it was easy to use those for my dating profile. (laughs) I was like, oh, I got a bunch of pictures already.
0: (laughs) comes oh, in so handy. I guess I, mean, I, guess I did yeah. put it out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, but to uh, strangers, it, not the people I know and respect. For
0: <laughs> <well>, sure. <laughs> you, it, you, you, it would not be the worst thing in the world if you decided to put some selfies on your, your Instagram stories or and whatever. Just to try it out to something that's only going to be up for 24 hours and it's... To know. be
1: honest, when people do, do that, I love it. I love seeing someone have self-confidence and I don't feel... Because this is the other thing of like this double, dual standard of like i'm treating myself differently than others because when i see someone do that i was like that looks like confident that confidence that looks like somebody's like proud of where they're at and putting themselves out there in a way and it's like i love it i think i think it's to me it looks it's healthy and it's not like oh look at this bitch she thinks she's hot (laughs) you know what i mean like i find it to be very empowering and 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 i like it but i i I don't have that for myself yet.
0: Yeah, I I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I mean, but I, also, there's
1: pictures of me out on my page. I mean, it's not like I'm oh, a, a fucking we've all flower. seen all
0: kinds of <laughs> pictures of you. Uh, there's pictures you don't even know about that are online. <laughs> but the you are also allowed to be like, oh, I got dressed up to do a thing. I look I look cute today. I look hot today, and that's a normal thing. Oh, that, that feels so like oh, person. that gave me like
1: I can't. But I would love to feel that way like that gave me like nervous like oh what if what if what if what if and it's like what if no. an
0: invisible person who doesn't exist thinks yes. i'm not hot and takes yes. ask for it for my sin oh, of pride look who
1: thinks she looks good <laughs> i know that's not gonna happen but i do get up in my head of like oh people are gonna be like oh okay lisa somebody's fit like, i don't even know it's so dumb because like my people that really love me and like are in my life will be like super like supportive and be like, you look fucking hot. Like this is awesome uh outfit or whatever it is. Like there's no one that's gonna be like, okay Lisa, you're embarrassing yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm picturing the old lady from the, the uh uh bubble tape gum commercial with like horn rimmed glasses and like a <laughs> chain connecting <laughs> I'm like a sweater but like oh, who does this oh yeah lady I, this is who I imagine is in your mind saying like who yeah. does this lady think she is she thinks she's hot or whatever
1: you so. know what I, I I actually picture are like because I have like some really hot friends and they would never do this but I wouldn't I picture like people that are hot being like
0: mm, uh. <laughs> like whoa <laughs> like sh- like not, like
1: this space is for us
0: hot people I know it's uh, insane this, I know this person exists in your mind yes 100 percent. it's the devil on
1: my on my shoulder it's not the angel that needs to be like lisa put it out there fucking cares if you feel good and you're like putting time into like which is a superficial thing you're outside it's like and you want to share it like it's not a big deal to share it people do it every single day and like it does make you feel it makes you feel good when people compliment then like if there's too many not too many that's not a dumb if i start getting like a few people complimenting that I'm like, that I get nervous. <laughs> like maybe sure. I shouldn't have put that out there.
0: Yeah, I yeah, um, it can be uncomfortable. I mean, I it is. <laughs> my Instagram profile is literally just a blank picture, so I, I know <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, so you have I'm no idea what I'm about. Casting stones here, but yeah, I I I do know what you mean. It it can yeah. be uncomfortable to receive. Praise for yes, you know, that's what it is. It's not like a
1: million look. people are like, "Oh, you look good." It's like it's just even if two or three people, I'm like, "All right, that's good. We're good. That's good." Yeah, yeah exactly. call it
0: <laughs> But this is also, and you... I don't even
1: really want comments either. To be honest, like, okay. mm,
0: seems like a lie. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do also relate to that. I know what you mean. But this is also an example of you not listening to yourself, Correct. right? Because this is a thing that you want to do and a thing where you are taking these pictures of yourself to, you, and you kind of want to share them but you're you are again these this 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 habit of putting other people's feelings first right. extends to even when other people aren't around and you're sort of imagining yes. a person <laughs> who wouldn't like it yes. and so you are again hiding your light under a bushel kind of perpetually because you don't want someone else to have a, a negative reaction to a thing you are doing mm
1: hmm it sounds like I may have a mental illness.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, sure. Illnesses, plural. But either... Oh! Yeah.
1: This is very true. I... You know, I. it's good to get these things out because I... These are all things that are just like r- swirling around in my head and getting them out. It is good to say it out loud because like you said before, we were like, are you even listening to what you are saying out loud <laughs> because... You might learn something from these very words that you are saying.
0: I mean, I did not take quite <laughs> that tone. I don't think this is, again. I, was that a bad tone? Like, I didn't even notice. It's um, a Sorry. little bit like, get it together, Saves. <laughs> there's a little bit of yes. that in there.
1: Oh, my God. My PE teacher just got here.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Says front and center. All right, shall we move on to Thursday? Do you have anything else for Monday? Uh,
0: a few other things okay. for Monday. So just to go back, I had this thought during um, the episode where Allison was talking about the, the sort of balloon analogy or metaphor where she didn't feel like she could actually you know, vent her, her feelings. Uh, and I thought, oh, is this why she's obsessed with farts and stuff? Because <laughs> it's like she can't actually, you know, let the feelings Figuratively go. She and squeeze literally. out a little yes. bit of air at a time. <laughs> yeah but probably not but it is they are interesting in that they're similarly close or that they're similar they talked a little bit about being attracted or developing a crush on your therapist which paul talked about working through and allison said that she would definitely have that if she had a male therapist that she was talking to which i think is fairly common in paul's case i think the Yeah, I think the thing he did was actually bring it up and talk about it in a way that's like... That is like balls out, man. Yeah, I thought that was really great that he was able to actually say, hey, these are the feelings I'm feeling yeah, uh, and I'm feeling out of control about them and I need help sort of figuring out what's going on. I know I would not be
1: as extreme as his case, but um, this is the very reason why when I do get a therapist that I will probably seek out a woman because I I do tend to have these issues also get, getting crushes on men in power and it's not I don't even know the last time it's happened but I I remember like even like some of the pastors at church or like year like years ago it's been years since I've had like these kinds of crushes cuz I guess I haven't really I don't even know. But I remember being at my therapist's office and thinking like, if this was a man, I would probably be getting a crush on him. So I'm glad that I have a woman here, even though, I mean, I've had crushes on women too, but for some reason, not in power.
0: Yeah. I I think the therapist thing is interesting too, because it's not just in power. It's not just a a position of being in authority, but it is also someone who you are- I don't know. I mean, you are having a sort of intimate relationship with this person in the sense that you're feeling able to open up to them and talk to them about things and maybe ask for advice or ask for uh, clarity about uh, things in a very personal way. And I think maybe if you feel like you don't have that with other people in your life, maybe in particular older men or people of the opposite sex or whatever you're attracted to, it can... It can uh, tap into some other feelings that are related.
1: For sure. It's like somebody, it's that like savior thing, like someone that's going to save you, like a fireman. You know, it's just like so many people that firemen have rescued have, you know, literally fallen in love with them or whatever, Mm -hmm. crushed. My friend had that happen a lot to him. So it's like, it's just such a weird, it's like somebody that's going to help you. But also, like you said, it's a very intimate setting, the therapist thing, and you're sharing your innermost Thoughts and feelings, and I and I wonder if I would second guess sharing certain things if it was a male. I am not one hundred percent sure about that. Like maybe I would hold back. Also, I'm very, I'm a very flirty person, and I would never want to accidentally flirt. I but don't
0: I- think you could help it. but <laughs> I think it would. I think it would just come out, but also. It would,
1: because that is. If this is just person is responsible, I feel
0: like it wouldn't be too much of a problem. Oh, it's, yeah. It's I don't like think some people are... it would be
1: a problem, but I don't think yeah. it would be helpful to my mental health and,
0: like, moving forward. No, but moving just forward. Like, like any other thing people have, some people are naturally loud or naturally quiet right. or this or that or whatever. I'm
1: naturally loud and flirty, so I. I <laughs> Lisa, we know.
0: We, we are. Oh, uh... um, but, but again, I think if this person is. If this person is like a professional, they should be able to be like, oh, this person is flirty in their interactions, whether yes. maybe that's just how they are. Maybe it's because they're nervous or whatever. And it'll right. just get filed away in their mind. just like, oh, noted. And then that'll be it. It won't be like this person is disgusting and needs to leave. This is a professional <laughs> environment. I won't stand for this. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I So judging by my comments there, I think I need to find a woman. <laughs> Because I don't want to navigate that situation yet. Maybe that could be another yeah. thing that I broach another time. Yeah, I can understand That's who at that. That's the least might be of my problems at the moment. An but additional, an yes. additional thing. Yeah. Yes, a caveat.
0: Uh, well, one quick button. I think so. I have listened to a lot of old time radio, uh, as I've mentioned, I think, before in this podcast. These shows like escape or suspense, where uh, back in the day, TLDR radio used to be super important, especially before TV. So there used to be you know, not just, like, Radio Today is basically just all music and then, like, like political talk radio. But back in the day, it was, you know, adventure shows and dramas and all kinds of different programs. So there are these radio dramas. In particular, Suspense is one of my favorite shows. Um, I think it goes from, like, the, the 40s through the 60s, maybe? I forget how long the run is. But there's an episode called Head Shrinker, which is one of my favorite episodes of that show, which is basically about a woman, the setup of the episode is, a woman walks into her therapist's office sort of late at night as it's closing down and sits down with her therapist and catches him before he leaves and says, oh, by the way, I have a gun and I'm going to kill you at the end of the session. Uh, and you sort of oh. find out through the course of the episode what was going on with them and why she's decided to do this. It is It is very melodramatic, but I love it very much. There's two versions of the episode. The best version features an actress named Nina Fausch, who's, I guess, an old time actress. There's another version of it with Agnes Moorhead, which is not as good. I I recommend the older version with Nina Fausch, And that is my note for this episode.
1: All right.
0: Shall we talk about the Thursday episode? Uh, Let's do. Also, a Mm, mm. minor correction. Uh, Radio is not only music and like right wing talk radio, it is also NPR. So there's some, some other non, those aren't the only two things. There are in fact only three things on radio, but uh, a 50% increase. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm glad you made sure to let us know that. Yeah. All right. We were her little potato soups sent in by Alicia Dumeyer on Patreon. Um, while it's not quite soup weather yet here, it's creeping in and I cannot wait. I am someone, even though most food that I cook for dinner is hot, for some reason, soup, it goes with cold weather and I'm never in the mood for soup unless it's cold weather. Except well, there's a caveat to that. I, there's a place that I like to go get their soup of the month or whatever, and I'll go there for happy hour, but that's a whole other thing that has nothing to do with my actual feelings on soup.
0: All right. This is soup news. I f- And I, I
1: it, it, it is, but like potato soup is up there as one of the, the, the five that, of my go to's that I'll, you know, kind of go through in the beginning of cool weather, cool weather. It's like 69. It'll, I'll be like, huh, might be time for uh, some soup.
0: Yeah. There's an asterisk next to cool weather. Cause we're in California, but right yes.
1: I mean, it's like cool because we're like bitching, but like also cool. Sure, rad weather is what you mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah right rad now, and cool weather. Yes,
0: it is sixty-eight right now, which is not very okay. cool, but it's also windy, which makes it uh, noticeably. It feels you know wind. Wind does. Everyone knows what wind is. I don't, I will not explain what? wind. Um, but <laughs> I also, know we have
1: a wind advisory right now. But our it's seventy-three degrees here, which is what I would yeah. consider be perfect weather. So it's not exactly soup making weather, but six, when it dips below 70, I'm like, huh, there's a little nip in the air. I think it might be time to make some soup. gotta like go to the corner bakery and get my loaf of bread or whatever.
0: Yeah. And it was 50 this morning. So it's the weather has definitely changed. Yeah. Speaking of which I got a, get in the right, I need to, I've realized I need to buy stuff for my trip to Portland next oh, month, because I, yes. I don't have, like, cold weather clothes, so it's going to be, uh, I have to make some uh, some changes.
1: Cold weather clothes are your fair weather friends. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not literally, because if it's fair weather, you, you don't need them, but I, the metaphor true. works.
1: Yeah, sure it does. Thank you for just telling me that it does, because I appreciate Lisa, that. Yes, you're sir. you're doing good.
0: I Thanks. would pat you on the head if you were closer. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're doing a great job.
1: Do you know the connection to that?
0: Uh, is this related to this the gentleman? Yes. Who, uh, yeah. Honestly, here's okay. the thing. I okay. enjoy I enjoy a head <laughs> pat. I like patting people on that. It, I inc- I generally want yes. to pet people more than is socially acceptable. Much um, like a
1: get dick pick. I think it's subjective to the situation. And yeah,
0: it depends on the relationship you have correct. with that person.
1: Yeah. Yes, it depends on the circumstances. Yes, even I guess. Obviously unsolicited, nobody wants that. But most head pets aren't going to be solicited, so it they mostly would be out of nowhere. It was just very odd. <laughs> like, oh, that just added to the odd list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not terrible, just odd, just odd, odd fellow. Daniel, Matt, Apodaca, Betsy Sidaro, and Jeff Fox were on this Thursday. I was super excited to see Betsy, and I do remember liking Matt a lot. So I was excited about, and of course, I—I I mean, he's gone, but not forgotten, but actually, kind of forgotten. Um, Jeff Fox,
0: <laughs> sure. So, I'm sure you've never thought of him. It's oh been yeah, years. I didn't It's been bring twenty years. Brought him since up, since up to Tom Kenny Jeff. last Sunday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, I said it in past tense, like I used to, because that's what older uh, middle-aged men want to hear is. <laughs> another middle-aged woman's crushes they've had what a fucking nerd okay out of date Any- crushes <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god um okay so they hmm what were your general thoughts on this episode
0: i loved hearing betsy yes. uh she's she is just a just a, a warm ray of sunshine she Agreed. is just a nice little party dude i i i love i like hearing matt also i like matt uh in general I like this episode uh, quite a bit. I thought it was a good Thursday episode. They talked about a lot of stuff and it felt like a, a pretty good mix of people also. I would like to see maybe Betsy with like Robin or I would like mm. to see different people mixed up. Yes. I think they have like a they've built up a pretty good stable of people and I yes. think Betsy would be great if she could be on more and be on with all different kinds of people, but yeah, I I like the episode.
1: I would I do love her being on and I would love to see her with a different different pairings uh her and greg heller that would be interesting i do definitely robin obviously but yeah i do think that she picks from certain groups and kind of sticks with those groups but there are like you said definitely a nice harem is what i think you said exactly of people for thursday so yeah let's get more betsy into the mix
0: yeah hashtag more betsy
1: absolutely they, so this is the time of the season. It's, I don't know if you knew this, it's Halloween. So they're talking a I lot. I thought you were going
0: back into soup. Like, I don't know. Oh,
1: not yet. It's soup weather where you're at. For me, I would be like, okay, soup's going on at eight. I'm going to start the process. And then, you know, like all day, it's going to be simmering. 73? Mm, I don't think so. Not yet. No, it's Halloween season, which uh, is just as exciting. Where do you land on scary movies haunted houses slash mazes just the decor like what how do you feel about all of halloween
0: halloween how yeah. do i feel about halloween? so and being I, in, scared or in general, or not yes in general i'm a big horror movie person i watch mm. a lot of them I, I have a even when i don't so typically for most of my life if i've been Maybe not most of my life, but definitely for decades. If I'm up late at night and I don't know what's what to watch, I will gravitate towards just finding some uh, doesn't even have to be good horror movie. Actually, sometimes better if it's not good. So I can sort of half pay attention while I'm on my phone or my computer horror movie to play in the background. It's it's very much it's, it's a thing I'm fairly comfortable with, I guess. Most of those don't particularly scare me is the thing. I don't love being scared, though, having said that, Mm. Uh, either in life or even uh, I'll allow it in movies if the movie is good enough. But I don't I definitely have feelings about like a cheap scare or just a jump scare versus someone a movie that sets mood and is maybe a little bit more interesting and is a little bit more uh, scary for atmospheric reasons as opposed to just like. Ah, there's a loud noise and something sudden just happened.
1: The sudden shit, I don't care. I don't care for the slasher shit. Not a big fan, but I do like a mind twister, a thriller. Even feeling like the anticipation of something might jump out—that I, I hate that feeling, but I also don't mind it at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I tend, I like. Hmm, I watch a lot of horror movies. I like a smaller percentage of horror movies, if that makes sense. It's just mm. kind of um it's a thing that's on it's like if you watch a bunch of tv not all of it is your favorite show some of it's just just uh it's mm. just kind of yes uh, some of it is uh shark tank so to speak it's oh just so kind you're of watching uh, love
1: is blind also cool
0: <laughs> i am not <laughs> i am kid- not i want to i talked to megan a little bit about golden bachelor Speaking of uh, future ghosts, as I call old people, um, <laughs> but the, that's a terrible joke. I, I, that I, is but,
1: appropriate for the timing of my grandpa, but also Halloween. <laughs>
0: yeah, the the I I keep hearing about Golden Bachelor, and it sounds interesting to me in a way that the Bachelor generally doesn't. It seems maybe a little bit more. I sincere. feel like it's
1: the same, like I. But also, am I just going to go on and see all these like ridiculously beautiful old people that I could be like, okay, you guys don't, ha-, you know? I don't know.
0: They're not going to judge you through the TV, Lisa. They will. I. They, <laughs> they will. Everybody they has – No. Listen. I.
1: I think I could. Um, I have been intrigued by it as well. I've heard things here and there, like on the radio. But I'm like, huh? Maybe this sounds kind of interesting. I don't. I don't think I've ever. Huh, maybe I've watched. A couple of episodes of the bachelor but i don't think i've actually really really it i don't think it's for me but that that might be because i am a future ghost
0: yeah i mean we all uh, if, fingers crossed i'm
1: closer to it than you know like the regular bachelor i guess is what i mean
0: i guess although I'm those people are all yet. lying about their age so, so who's <sighs> to say. but yeah i i don't know it's it's sorry we, we went from halloween to golden bachelor but um <laughs> But well future,
1: i mean they're gonna be ghosts sooner than everybody so they'll be haunting us you know yeah halloween's to come
0: and the true nightmare is reality tv i mm, guess or something mm. um but yeah yeah uh generally very pro halloween i do not dress up every year i dress up r- relatively rarely except for the past couple years i've been more into that kind of stuff but but uh i don't know if that also has to do with like not feeling comfortable or not feeling like I had a good Mm. idea or not wanting to Mm. show not show off like look at my great costume but show off like yeah there is a lot of that that garners too much attention like there's there's weird stuff for me with Halloween and dressing up also but it's a thing that I've gotten a little bit more comfortable with it's just a matter of like oh I didn't get my, my costume idea together until like Three days before I have to go to this party or whatever, so it's going to be yeah. rough. So I'm ever a procrastinator that that never really helps. But I'm I feel uh, a little bit better about that aspect of it at least.
1: I do have the so I I will always have a few Halloween costumes on on deck just in case. I'm like oh, I've always wanted to be this or that, so I'll start. I'll have you know a couple of ideas. But I do get up in my head. I think the last couple of years I have finally. Dressed up, but you just tapped into it because it's. I really don't like the attention. I also don't love the person that has to be in character the whole time. The other thing is, I don't want a mask on my face all night. Usually, I'm going to a party where there's like I want to (laughs) eat and drink. And now you have like just, but I want a good costume. So it's just you get up in your head about all of these things. But I realized the last two years, I was a twin with my my close friend Heather. So, for both years, we were both dressing as the same thing. And that gave me more confidence to be like out there in an outfit, I guess.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, that made me feel less, you know, insecure of like, I'm, I've got this costume on that people might not understand what I'm being or like whatever it is, or just the attention. It was just like, it's fun. Everybody's dressing up, it's fun. But so I have a few ideas for this Halloween. I'm not going to dress up this year, although. I was supposed to go to a party tonight and Robert and I both decided we we're both like, I don't want to dress up. We just wanna I have a bunch of Halloween like themed clothes, like really nice like sweaters. I have like spider web cutouts or like bats. Like they're all really like nice, kinda like dressy clothes that are mm-hmm. Halloween themed. And in fact, like last weekend I wouldn't call it nice, but I had like a little play suit on. I don't know if you could tell from the picture that I posted, but it was pink and it had, it was just like one big spider web, Like the whole thing was a bunch of spider webs. You couldn't really tell. And then I had a spider web cardigan over the top of it. So it's was like, I like dressing like that where it's just kind yeah, of like in the theme fun. of Halloween a little bit more than actually dress up in a costume. But I do every year get up like, oh, I'm going to come up with some cool costume. And then like once it gets to the day, I'm like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. Except for the last two years, which is funny because I was just being with someone else. But anyway, yeah. I, 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 I Yeah meh also having kids like there were so many years i was like oh we're gonna be a family of something or we're gonna do this but it's like so much work to do just for them that it just like became about them so then i used to get i'll get like these cute little halloween like t-shirts to wear on halloween that's about as far as i go but i always thought oh i want to be the one that dresses up and hands out you know candy once they aren't too old for trick-or-treating it's like meh I put a a bowl of candy on the porch and we watch movies and eat snacks inside and in the comfort of our own home without having to jump up and down every two seconds.
0: Yeah, which is also part... Hmm. Not everyone necessarily feels social also around Halloween, particularly on the day or if it's like over a weekend that people are out partying. Right. You might just want to... You might feel more comfortable just hanging out at home and watching some movies or something, which I, I definitely... Uh, I feel that way most days, so if I yeah, have to feel that exactly. way on Halloween, it's I not know. really a surprise. Yeah.
1: it's not such a stretch when I'm like, you know what sounds fun? <laughs> Watching movies and getting snacks. Oh, really? Something you want to do every single day? Yeah. So we always have. Uh, we've been trying to have traditional movies that we watch for every holiday. Specifically, we want to have one on a writer movies for every holiday. So, oh, of course, I mean
0: a lot of Halloween stuff you could definitely. Beetlejuice, watch. of course, is for sure. this
1: um, Christmas Eve. We watch Edward Scissorhands and. For Thanksgiving last year we came we had a new one. It was Waiting for Roxy Carmichael, which I had never seen before, and it's such a good movie and the kids love it. Mermaids we did for New Year's. So yeah, we come up with some some fun stuff. We're really fun, in case you were wondering. Sure. <laughs> don't don't make fun. It's yes, a I nice little cute family. Was, yeah. Yes. I have been having so much fun with my kids lately. I like even not just watching movies, but every night we get together and Have dinner and just they make me fucking laugh my ass off. It's so fucking fun and feels good that they still want to hang out with me and like we just have a great time. But so I said this year maybe we all pick a movie that's like a Halloween movie that we want to watch and then we all watch it like over this weekend or on Halloween so but I did get them to watch their first Hitchcock movie the other day and I was so excited that they were like all right we'll watch Rear Window with you because you think it's a ah, like, good movie and they're like and they're like this is so good <laughs> I'm like good I'm glad you guys got into it because those older movies they are a little slower and you have to actually pay attention and but it, it was fun it was a it was good that they were like into it like oh like I hear them making noises I'm like okay here we go I like
0: this yeah, it's nice when you feel like they can also appreciate it the same way you do.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to maybe maybe watch the birds or something. My the, one of the costumes I have is actually to be Tippy Hedren from the Birds. I've always wanted to do that, but so I do have the outfit, but I or I've put it together. I've bought a vintage suit and like have much stuff. I was like, eh. I just don't want to deal. I just don't want to deal with it this year. I'm just not feeling it, but I am feeling snacks and I'm feeling movies and I I do love a good movie.
0: Yeah. I was hearing someone talk about a Halloween costume that from the birds where they actually like had like fake birds glued to them. So they were were acting like they were being attacked by birds. Yes. Seems like uh, I was
1: going to, I was going to have a bunch of crows on me. Yeah. 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 I I feel
0: like that costume might not survive the night. It seems like (laughs) something's going (laughs) to get knocked off or probably not.
1: I was a, crazy cat lady for it was this is also a stretch for halloween and i had (laughs) i found a shirt at target that says i love dogs and i crossed out the heart (laughs) and then i had a bunch of like stuffed animal cats that i had like a safety pin to me and that had like wild hair and like you know the stereotypical crazy cat lady not like the actual like person that just loves animals like me
0: (laughs) sure a super normal Super normal cat. Like
1: <laughs> I wake up with no less than three cats on me every single. Time. I have purring weighted blankets. Like I have just found uh, my zen. Okay, I just can't.
0: It's what it is. Listen, you found something that you like that you have and in I've your home every day. Yeah.
1: Yes, this is true. So, yes. as far as haunted houses and haunted mazes, how where do you land on? Oh, those? that's different.
0: I, the mm. idea of any of those haunted things where people jump out at you, I feel like I would be annoyed. And if mm. if I were s- startled or frightened by something, I would be more annoyed. Uh-huh. Just, like you want to it, punch somebody. It feels like, like if something is tugging on your shirt, like that the sort of feeling of being uncomfortable, the the <laughs> nagging uncom- discomfort. Like I, it it sounds mm. like, I don't know. It, it does. It it's does like being not tickled. sound like a it's good like, time. To me. Yeah. It's it's uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, unless you're into being tickled, but I. yeah so haunted houses in my i get up in my head of like ooh, this is gonna be fun this is something i like and then i go in and i'm like this is scaring me so much the anticipation of knowing there's someone there but yet i still i'm gonna be scared by it and the last time i went through a haunted house maze i i peed my pants (laughs) but not like full on but like definite like whoa (laughs) okay i yeah
0: well uh, when was this
1: um my voice just <clears throat> cracked um <laughs> five let's see how old is ruby she was maybe like seven years ago or something maybe less my neighbors sure. were huge into halloween like just huge and so they'd have these huge parties And we finally got invited to it and they also had a haunted house that you could just as a you know just a civilian you could go in and just like check it out and it was like whoa they went all out they have the same floor plan as us, so they. but they, their whole garage, everything was like a maze that went through to the backyard. And, like, they just went – I mean, it was amazing. But I took Ruby, and I, I for sure, like, peed. But that was also the time that I – it was her first time and maybe her only time, unless I don't know about it, uh, Peeing someone's house that night. Ah. <laughs> I took her to do it, and she's like, no, I can't do that. And, like, I come out of the maze, and she's like – twirling ballerina style like throwing toilet paper over this house (laughs) i'm like all right i guess you got over that (laughs)
0: pretty quickly (laughs) is uh uh, so it came up on the you know what actually just on the haunted house thing i think i would enjoy almost like a like a haunted tour like a Mm, like if there was a haunted house but without the actors jumping out at people like if there was a Look at the spooky stuff. Actually, I've been on one of those. Like, for more like
1: realistically a, haunted, not this fake... Yeah, I mean, either
0: even if it was just, like, kind of haunted. fake haunted stuff, um, mm, it's, it, okay. it would be... I would Again, it's more of, like, an atmosphere thing. Like, yeah. is this creepy? Does this feel like I'm actually in a place that's spooky as opposed to some person in face paint with, like, a fake chainsaw or something? Like, right. I would enjoy, like, a slower more creepier thing than a than a like wow kind of thing
1: i think i would like that as well even if it was like the haunted mansion or something ambiance where you're just sitting and having dinner and it's just kind of like a spooky surroundings i yeah. can get behind that but what do you think about this haunted abuse house i mean i that, lived in that for like... I, was, I was gonna
0: say <laughs> <laughs> I, I most of my friends grew up in a haunted abuse house oh my um,
1: god
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the yeah that's it seems like I think they said there was a documentary about it or something. It seems like the type oh, right. of thing there's a documentary about like, right. This person is deeply disturbed. Like he needs is help is and anybody that goes yeah. to
1: it also needs some help.
0: Yeah. It seems like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's very, I mean, abuse is the word. It seems very much about sort of proving that you have one up on other people and that you could make them feel bad and that, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad energy surrounding the stuff they described.
1: Right, very bad energy. There's mm, I'm I'd be interested to watch this this documentary. So Joanna's ex. One of the things he did as like a side job at this time of year was he was one of those haunter people. I don't know how you call it. Like if you worked at Not Scary Farm, Jumping scare Out Scare Actors, people. I think they're scare called. Scare actor. thank you. What did I say? Something really dumb. Okay. So he was a scare actor, but then there was also those ones where you go to these haunted houses where you have to sign a waiver because they will actually hurt, like do stuff to you, like cut your hair. Oh, get the like, get yes. It. And I'm like, uh, who is signing up for this shit? I was like, wow. Okay. Some people are like, really need to go to therapy to like work out their issues instead of like, I mean, that is leaning into your mental illness. A it's little bit.
0: not good. So Betsy no. talked about being so scared. She felt like she was going to shit herself. Yes. This is a foreign concept to me. I've never had fear trigger that reaction they're kind of in two separate categories have you experienced yes. like a bowel thing from well being not scared? a bowel
1: just the bladder but i think that was more of like being a mom and like maybe the muscles are not as you know great as they used to be and i'm like screaming <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't think it was like a loose losing your faculties type of thing but no, yeah. I don't think I've ever been so scared that I mean I have problems with shitting. So <laughs>
0: let's be yeah, real. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not a big shitter in general. I, otherwise, so.
1: I, should, I would be going to you know haunted houses all of the time. It's like before when I wanted to feel and I wanted to crash weddings and funerals <laughs> so that I could tap into that energy and like feel and cry. I go to haunted houses so I could take it off.
0: <laughs> sure, it's <laughs> like that. Uh... What's that movie? If with any the... potential
1: guys are listening that want to date me, I'm sure that just really Yeah. Uh, I mean they're they're not listening the anymore. Deal. They heard that and they were
0: like oh! they have an old time T V knob. <laughs> it clicks when they turn off the podcast.
1: Like, you know... <laughs> nope.
0: uh, yeah. What's the seventies movie that I'm trying to think of with the oh. the young guy and the older lady?
1: Oh, Psycho? No. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Okay. Um, not exactly. <laughs> okay. It's a drama. It's like
0: okay. a 1970s. It's something. Oh, Harold someone. and Maud. Her- Thank you, Harold yes. and Maud. Okay. Was just trying to remember that.
1: Okay. Just out of nowhere? So well, you it's... wanted it to be like a haunted Harold and Maude? <laughs> no. Um,
0: the, just because I've never seen that movie, but it seems like something that they would do would go to a funeral or something. or a, Yeah. That kind of thing. I could see
1: that. I could see that. I know I've seen it, but I think I was drunk and or stoned when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a movie that would be on in the background at like my friend Amanda's apartment in Albuquerque. <laughs> like, that's just... Either that or match game. By the way, I liked the waiting music you left me while you went to the restroom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah.
0: Speaking of drugs and alcohol, mm. they talked about John Lovitz and him uh, accosting Andy Dick over. So the the backstory, uh, Matt right. kind of got it into it. Um, the so Phil Hartman was killed by his wife, in, I want to say like ninety eight, ninety yeah, six, something, in the nineties, yeah. somewhere around there. And his wife had issues with drugs uh, and that sort of thing. Obviously, she had some mental health issues, also. It's not just a drug thing. But um, she relapsed, I think, shortly before things started getting bad again. And uh, the, you know, the, 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 allegedly, the backstory is that Andy Dick, who worked with Phil Hartman on news radio, was the one who was giving her drugs because he was big into that kind of lifestyle. Mm. And so people like John Lovitz, who were friends with Phil Hartman, are sort of still. Blame him for uh, for Phil Hartman's death.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's that's uh, the thing is, drugs aren't going to make you kill somebody. There's other things going on. Whether that's a catalyst or not, she would have gotten drugs from someone. Else. I don't know. You could go down many roads there.
0: Yeah. It's it's not. It's an easy. Yes. It it feels like a neater thing. Like oh this this if only this person hadn't intervened then maybe everything right. would have been fine which is not not the situation they were in. Just just wanted to bring it down. Just wanted to yes, make everyone feel Let's bring feel it bad. back
1: up. How do you feel about eclipses? They are
0: fine. Yeah. Uh, so I did not check out the most recent eclipse. I completely right. forgot that it even happened. So I I am clearly not a super big fan, not a not a super fan of the eclipse, but there it's mm. it's cool. It's they're fine.
1: I think I, like a lot of people, and maybe this is something that Allison, she doesn't understand while I don't I, – I can see why people wouldn't understand, but it is just a feeling that there's some sort of a – I romanticize things like this, whether it's a full moon or it's an eclipse or a sunrise or a sunset. There are certain things, because they don't happen often, it just becomes like this special event that we're all sharing, and I – well – It's really not that exciting, but there is some sort of excitement around it. And there is like the, I think Jeff said, like the temperature of the light outside is different. And it gives like this glow that's just sort of, I don't, it just makes you feel like something, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's some sort of energy about it that I like. And I'm sure it connects to being a kid and there's this buildup of excitement around this thing that, you can't really look at, so it's just kind of strange that we get so excited about it. But I do have to say hearing Jeff's little eclipse date with his kitty cat <laughs> sounded fun and cool. That's nice that he already yeah. had glasses and that he made a makeshift gla- uh, glasses and the colander thing. And I had forgotten that you can use a wel- uh, welding mask for that. I used to, We used to do that at the old house when we had a bunch of old cars. So I always had a welding mask at home so we could we could look at it. And the fact that he walked to get coffee with his glasses and like looking at it and like sharing that with people, like that whole thing, like that, that kind of stuff is fun to me. And I even, I don't know, I don't know why that is, but it was special. I didn't get to witness it because I don't have anything to look at it with, which I could have, but I did go outside and just kind of try and take a picture of it with my camera. And then I just kind of like felt the, the energy of it by myself. The kids were excited about it, but they slept. So
0: yeah. The last eclipse that I saw, I don't, I'm not sure, (laughs) so I, because I am old and I have uh, have various things I don't need anymore, I have a bunch of blank CDs and DVDs that I, on rare occasion I will pull out and, and burn something to them for some specific reason. But um, the, a thing you can do, because they're tinted dark, so if you wanted to look at, like, a solar eclipse, if you basically stack two of them on top of each other, you can look through and see. Mm. Because it's dark enough that you won't be blinded by the sun, but it's it can still... Uh, see the eclipse so uh, a pro tip i guess out there for anyone who that's a good one wants to stare at an eclipse and also has uh, some blank dvds hanging around
1: i actually probably do and i am surprised i don't have just eclipse sunglasses just on hand, because it seems like something I would have. But I do forget about it, and then it comes up I'm like, ooh. But I don't know why I'm like, ooh, because all I really have is a total eclipse of the heart. I mean, like, let's be real. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> but no, I also have this thing, and this goes with full moons and all the other things where I think about, hmm, this is so lame, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. It is but not, like, and also, okay. this
0: is so lame. Right, it probably is. I mean, it's, it's a, the the usage of the word lame is getting kind of lame. It's, it's okay. A that little, okay. I don't, that's I don't fair. know. For that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
1: And this is not something that is a new thought. This is something that people have said in movies and in poetry and in cards. But when I look up at these things and I think, my <laughs> why am I so obsessed with finding my love? But my potential loved one is looking at the same.
0: Aww. as me <laughs> you being sweet you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser Lame don't be ass, mean to yourself fucking yeah <laughs> let yourself have feelings fucking d- 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 dildo
1: oh my god i was teared up when i said that
0: <laughs> yeah fine it's... good uh...
1: good Fucking fe- i don't need to go to funerals or weddings anymore i feel just fine yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that i feel fine but i can i'm in touch and i think that's much better but yeah i do romanticize it for many different reasons it goes back to my childhood and it goes into like romantic ideas of my future and all- so many things it- it's weird to put that much into it but why not one life fucking live it
0: right I mean, again, this is a, a, a topic of debate amongst the peoples of the world. But yes, I know it. Yes. Right. For all intents and purposes. Let's you should, say
1: you had yeah. 100 lives. Live them all like they were your last. Why
0: not? That's exactly right. If I knew I had 100 lives, unfortunately, I would procrastinate and try to do everything. In like the, <laughs> starting in like the late half of the 99th life. Um, oh, my God. But I'd yes, be so fat
1: mean. and I would see every movie. <laughs>
0: well, only fat for a while. Then you get yeah. a reboot.
1: Yeah. All right. Anything else from Thursday before we go through JMOs?
0: Um, so uh, in addition to the... Um, during the Eclipse Talk, Jeff talked about he, how he mm-hmm. made a little viewing box out of a cereal box. Um, yes. But he's, he talked about how it's not like a Lucky Charms box or anything fun like that. <laughs> it's like an old man like brand cereal to help you poop box. Yes. So I thought of you when I heard that.
1: Oh, see?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, also... Oh, so they, they did an ad for master classes. they sometimes do, which... Uh, have you is there a master class that you would like to take have, if you've heard like you know what so and so was teaching when
1: they said david lynch was teaching something I'm like okay i would bite on that so but okay. i i skip through the reads typically but I'm a
0: fake fan I see. I see
1: yeah actually i'm a super fan actually i'm not a super fan or an ultra fan i'm a fan but I, because I'm always listening to take notes for this show about that goddamn show, because I'm such a big fan. I don't have time. <laughs> and I'm always doing it last minute that I don't have time for the reads. It's too much. But I had, when I heard that, I was like, oh, but even I think it was Judy Bloom or Beverly Cleary, one of those. I was like, huh, that might be interesting too like my heroes from my childhood type of thing. Yeah,
0: I've heard definitely some. There's some music stuff that I'd be interested, like uh, musicians talking about their process kind of stuff. I am Mm. not clear that Masterclass is, like, good or worth the money. Right. uh, But there's, from the little preview videos I've seen, there's some cool stuff. Who's the
1: bad fan now? I mean, Um. listen, let's let's
0: be, no need to be, uh, we're not getting paid to promote it.
1: That is fair. Yeah. That is very fair. Did Do you want to talk about JMOs?
0: Yes, let's talk JMOs. So
1: one thing, we mentioned last week that JMOs are back. I wanted to comment also on the fact that she's now starting JMOs really early in the show where I'm like, oh, the rest of this is going to be just JMOs, which that could be good and bad because you have these great guests on and you're usually talking about fun stuff. And sometimes JMOs turn into fun chatter, which it does a lot, but sometimes it's just like getting through these JMOs and it's just like. Okay, so while I was excited that she's going to be doing it, I thought, oh, this is like a huge chunk of the show uh, dedicated to it now.
0: Yeah, it's I I like that she is doing more JMOs, definitely. But I also noticed the change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so was there one specifically that you wanted to talk about? Do you remember them?
0: Matt talked about how he doesn't do baby talk to animals, which I unfortunately am kind of the same way like when i would pass by I, i'd be walking down the street in my neighborhood and i'd pass by a cat i would literally just say the word meow and wave like i was nah. like meow and just sort of keep walking <laughs> um so yeah i'm very i don't have like a schmoopy little yes. jigu when i when i talk to at like, somebody's pet.
1: And what he said was he's dog sitting. He is also a cat person, which amen to you, Matt. But when he's walking this dog and people want to talk to the dog, like it's a baby, like I would be like, you need to get help. This is a sign of mental illness. And I know I've said that word way too much on this episode, but I mean, it goes hand in hand with this whole theme, but wanting to people, people like, no, I can't even, but that being said, I typically don't baby talk animals either. I ha- I do though, so I have like both. Like I will be walking down the street, and I'll say I'll see a cat and be like, "Hey, kitty, what's up?" or "What's up, cat?" or whatever. Like I just talk to them like I talk to my friends or whatever. If I see a dog, I'm like. Ugh. No, I just talk to other – I do talk to animals like they're – like uh, I would talk to my friends, just like the same – like he said as an adult, but like that sounded weird. And as, as – saying it as my friend, I'm like I don't think them of them as my friend. But like I just talk to them like a normal – my normal voice. That being said, I do get a little schmoopy with my kitty cats sometimes. Like when I'm I pick sure. up – I'm sure.
0: The Milo, way you talk about people and their dogs <laughs> let me know that you do the exact same thing with cats and you're ashamed
1: yes. of it. I, but I would never like walk past someone's cat and be like, oh, look at the little cat. Study. like no Wouldn't fucking you, way if no. we had surveillance video of you would that's we not insane. have ever that's seen that's absolutely it? Okay. insane people okay. that can only connect to animals and not humans is insane and, and making it normalizing it Mm-mm. it's just too much but that being said my own pets my dogs my cats my any pets I've had I've baby talked to them for sure Georgie I called I used to call him George, Georgie I totally would but that was also a sign thing but yeah I would baby talk him it didn't matter what uh, species they were I would baby talk him but like little Milo usually I'm like oh hey cats like what's up like what's going on but with Milo because he hasn't grown and he's like over a year now and he's like just this little like sweet little kid I pick him up and I'm like you're so fucking cute <laughs> And that might not be baby talking, but I'd be like, you're so flinging, flinging cute. Like, I will say that, like, directly to his face. And I want to squeeze him until he's dead, but he's...
0: Yes, cute aggression They talked about. Yes, um, I cute
1: aggressive, I cute aggress- aggression him. And uh, I baby talk him, and I talk to him like a normal, my normal voice, too.
0: Betsy talked about how she says to her dog, I can't believe you live in my house, which I thought was very cute. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine, like, her yelling... Because her voice and like her yelling, that dog might either be in heaven or in hell. Like, who knows yeah, where they're at?
0: I I feel like her and a, an energetic dog have a kind of similar energy. So I, yes. I feel like I'll it probably goes together.
1: Say like like my blue just walked into the garage right now. And sometimes like when I get home from work, she comes running out onto the porch, and I'm like bee, bee, boo, boo. <laughs> and I will not be like ah! I make like this like high pitched like. Ah! <laughs> Noise. And I'm sure the news the are like, oh my is- gosh.
0: <laughs> FYI, Zoom, the program literally just cut out and like they even pick up the the sound <laughs> that you are making.
1: Good. But I'll be like, beep, beep, and then like, and then she'll like do her little like, like meow, like the little chirp. And then like, I pet her and then we go in the house. But like, if, it- i don't know i if someone was walking their cat first of all i'd be like i think you're my people but also very strange but i'm not going to i don't know i don't want to baby talk other people's animals like and also i'm not gonna baby talk them the right way as they were saying like that's not how you talk to my my whatever like that's not how they like to be talked to (laughs) but yeah i go back and forth but not just random strangers i'm not also, I've had people do that to me where like they want to talk to the dog. They don't want to talk to you. And it's very strange. It's like, not that I want people. That's the other thing. I don't want people coming up to me. Like, stay away. So, yeah. I'm off dog. Yeah.
0: So. You have to. If you're walking a dog, sometimes you have to. It's an invitation. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, not. It isn't. But also, people feel like it kind of is.
1: Yeah. They do. They're like, oh, who's this little fellow? I'm like, ugh, ugh.
0: I don't know. You want him? <laughs> don't just, talk to my son. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, that's not weird at all. I do love those people that love to say that. I'm like, okay, my pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually a huge insult to people that actually raise people, but whatever. I know I having mean, kids is a very selfish like endeavor, but like as a job and as like a thing that you do, it's not anywhere near the same
0: thing. Can your kids? play catch i don't think so so they could
1: be taught and i can make them stay and do other tricks for some reason that. we want animals to do tricks for us because we that. want to be gods but the other thing is can your dog go out and get a job <laughs> no yeah. can they drive dogs a car Dogs have jobs no. all the time police That's dogs without any C&I puppeteering dogs. of your hand well,
0: up their butt it's it's you know, i mean you're not supposed to put your hand up a dog's butt unless you're a <sighs> vet even then probably not i, I would assume not. um yeah well, you know.
1: You know what to say oh, but, about assuming. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Jumo uh, that I wanted to talk about, I don't fucking remember. Oh, Betsy was talking about when she watches a horror movie and they're about to confront the bad guy. She thinks about what she would wear. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way I've ever thought that before in my life. But I was like, as they were talking about all the different things, because it's like it could be tactical, it could be whatever... I was like, I want to be tactical, but I want to be, like, hot, too. Like, I want to be, like, a cat suit and – but also have, like, a bunch of, like, weapons on the side. Like, how would you <laughs> – I, I really mean, started I would, thinking about it, but I was like, yeah. ooh, yeah. If I, I thought about badass it that much. I want to badass come in, like – to people, make people think I'm confident. You know what
0: I mean? <laughs> yeah. I. It is not a thought I would have. Uh, Never. If I did think about it that much, I'd think about how to get out of it, probably. <laughs> how do you – or like like somehow, most everything in this life yeah, or s- snipe them or so just to mm. to avoid avoid having to deal with it in some way or another but Fair. i i do i like how she's into it enough that she just fully yes. puts herself in the role of the character she's like okay true. if if i okay. were this, were we me do. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah although so they they did talk about video games and like horror video mm. games and how they're yeah. kind of scarier than just watching a movie because they're more immersive yes. like they are there which is true like the when you, for some reason, when you're in control of the character and you're sort of piloting them through whatever is going on, and you're you're responsible if they die, basically, it does make all of the horror stuff that much more because it's kind of you are kind of the character, but also yeah. you are in control of the character. It it is more immersive, and I, I mean, it's that's not even getting into like there's VR versions of horror games right. now, so you can play like Resident Evil but in VR. So it's it is. It is a it's definitely it adds something to it uh, the last time yeah. I
1: played video games, I definitely it was before the kids were born, so uh, I think it was like Nintendo Gamecube or something, and there there was a really scary game that we were playing, and I can't remember what it was, but it was so much fun, and it was like this scared that figuratively scared the shit out of me, but also she mentioned the Friday the thirteenth video game, and I think I had a version of that with maybe Super Nintendo or something and it scared the crap out of me because this thing comes out of nowhere and is like chasing you and it's like oh my god this is so scary but so i can imagine what uh the kind of games now would really yeah. be freaky yeah because those were scary. I remember, we, like, my husband and I stayed up all night. Like, the sun was coming up. We were still playing this game, and he was like, he became, he got into games like after that more. He wasn't really a gamer that I knew of when we met, but he got me the game system and was like, oh, this is going to be our thing, and it like never was. But for that one night, we were like really hooked, and it was really scary and really fun. There were probably multiple nights, if I'm going to be honest. Why, why not?
0: Why, why lie? Lisa, stop lying about your addiction <laughs> to video
1: games. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be terrible. If I was to meet someone and they were addicted to that, I guess addicted to anything. Addicted to porn, addicted to any of those things where it's just like, ugh. Oh, I have to compete with this shit. I have enough going, I have enough against me, Lisa. Point. You
0: can't compete. I'm sorry. Technology has evolved oh, to the point I know, where you have true. been rendered obsolete. So right. you can. That
1: is how I feel. No, that would be terrible. Just needs some old fashioned loving. <laughs> that was gross. Okay. You know well, what? Listen, I don't know listen, what the a... fuck that meant. Shall we no, end listen, this show? Not,
0: not not strictly necessary as a comment, but also <laughs> not gross. It's just a normal thing that people sure. feel that yeah.
1: like ugh, that just gave me the chills saying it myself even though i mean it's not untrue but it's just i don't know it's sounded
0: icky i i hear what you were saying speaking of I icky things yes. uh, what i'm about to say uh so the uh have you ever experienced like the cute aggression about not other than like cute things like uh mm. with music I, there's a common thing of like people getting like like a stink face when they hear something that they really like uh like they hear a song that sounds really good they're like they they have an expression and this definitely has happened to me where like they look like they're mad or something almost or like interesting i
1: don't think i've noticed or i would know that
0: i definitely get that i might be
1: more aware of it huh
0: and i've also gotten it this i feel like this happened more when i was younger Uh, but definitely with attractive people where i would be like my reaction would be like, "Oh my God, they're so pretty, they're so attractive." it would be like, "Oh my God!" Like almost, like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Like this person looks too good.
1: I think I have had that feeling, or sometimes it, it would never really be in person. It's like seeing a supermodel. Where it's like they look so good, it hurts. Where I'm like, "How? How? How's this possible? How do you look that fucking amazing?" What the
0: fuck? <laughs> it's almost like you want to look around and be like, "Does anybody else see it?" Like, yes, as if as if it was like someone being rude in public. Like, <laughs> get a load of what's going <laughs> on! Like, oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think I'll be more aware of it now. I'm gonna, hmm, hmm, hmm. You should probably send that in as a JMO.
0: you know what? Not a bad JMO.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, I think we should end it because. I know we haven't talked long enough about any uh, of these topics. <laughs>
0: disagree. <laughs> we're on like two and a half hours. I think oh, we're no. good. I think yeah. I we're good. think
1: you are correct. Um, if you'd like to be on the super fun show where we dive into all of the mel- mental illnesses that you may have, uh, join us, won't you? Uh, in all the ways you know, you know where Fo- and follow the show on Instagram at bfuncast and join us in the Facebook group. I keep saying I'm going to post more pictures, but I haven't. But I will. I promise promise trace where can we find you
0: post more pictures uh, i will be i suppose i suppose on instagram at zero three underscore book zero the word spelled out the numeral three and underscore and then the word book not doing anything in particular maybe posting about some music i like or posting cute animal videos on a friday or something of this nature mm. and also of course the bff facebook group as I always say, if you're listening to this, you're already there. But if not, join, uh, talk to some people, and have a good time. If yeah, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you. It's not uh, You're not mandated to have a good time. You're just uh, you're all free to be you and me, as they said mm. in the 70s, which mm. is the uh, mm. name on of truckin'. a book, I imagine. Yeah, right. sure. <laughs> what's, what's going
1: on with you? So here's the thing. Last week, I did not do a positive affirmation. I would love to do one every single week. I sort of forgot, dropped the ball last week. And I and I think I said in passing, and I probably didn't make it to the episode, that, hey, that show was a positive affirmation. <laughs> or some t- something to that effect.
0: Have so a, a gusto was the positive affirmation. That
1: was definitely the positive affirmation. But I have one for today. And it is something that Paul Gilmartin said on Monday. And I took it to heart. And I feel like, I feel like I needed to hear it, and I hope that if you're listening, whoever's listening, if they need to hear it, I'm speaking to you, directly to you. All right, are you ready? Just repeat after me.
0: I will. I will be on mute, but I will be repeating.
1: Okay. I am not dirty. I am a wounded person who deserves to heal. So I hope that if you needed to hear that. You're not dirty. You are a wounded person who deserves to heal. And I am trying to believe that. And mm, I feel like I have been believing it more often than not. But stay dirty, too. <laughs> stay a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> stay dirty. That's your new side-off. <laughs> BFS, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night.
0: Have a gusto.
1: Mm, it's not going to be the same without that, ever again
0: it it is kind of uh I, it feels it feels like it's part of the show it does feel I, like yes. it's part of the show
1: yeah i think it lends itself well to this show yeah. and you know if they're not going to use it perfectly good gem
0: then they might start i don't know they might if it, they if might be they creeping do, back up on it that's
1: not gonna happen sorry that's not come on
0: we'll see we'll see